crazy times, the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another episode of Your Heroes of Noise. I'm one half of this dynamic duo. My name is Steve. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to 161. My name is Dan. Uh, the show begins now. Let's do it. Let's see what happens. Let's rock and roll, man. How was your week, brother? Week was good, man. We had another one uh, almost ready to leave the roost. We had a graduation ceremony last night, which was uh, was moving, to say the least. This, this is strange. They, they have... Uh, this is the first year since pandemic where they're actually letting people okay we've missed a year but uh it's the first time that they're letting students back in fresno graduate again you know like in public yeah family there and everything like that yeah so it was really nice it was crazy i mean for californians it was kind of cold last night because i went in there wearing shorts and like a hawaiian <laughs> t-shirt dude and it got down to like probably i don't know which uh rob forrest was giving me shit just a second ago because he's from the east coast and i totally get it but when you're going from like 109 one week Dude. or 106, whatever it was, and then dropping down to like low 60s just out of the blue with like a high wind, it was pretty freaking cold last Yeah, week. this isn't normal for Fresno in no. this time. No. Not even kind of. I was not dressed appropriately for it. But I mean, <laughs> it really wasn't about me, you know, but it was just kind of funny watching everyone. Like, put it this way. You know how it is. You've been to graduations in Fresno. Absolutely. And I'm just going to say it. I'm going to start off that way because, God damn it, I don't understand why my people do not understand how rules work at graduation ceremonies. They, uh, don't when I say my people, person, you mean? I'm just going to go ahead and say uh, my fellow Hispanics. Let's just say uh-huh. that. Um, uh-huh. let's, let me explain what I mean by this. That way it doesn't sound so like, you know, hit you in the jaw right away kind of thing. So it was at the Paul Paul Theater. Okay, normally it's in a big arena called the Save March Center if you're from around here or whatever, but it's just this gigantic arena. It's our big arena in Fresno. And that's normally where we have these things. And because of COVID and I can't really say social distancing because there was none of that there. And plus hardly anyone was wearing masks or anything, but it was now at the Fresno Fairgrounds in this place called the Paul Paul Theater. This is where we get our fra- our fair shows, you know. Yeah. God, God smack. Uh Al Green. Um I'm trying to think of some other people that have been there. Al Green's dead now, right, Steve? Um, did Al Green die? At one point, he, I, I think he died. I'm pretty sure he's dead. Oh, Could be wrong Jesus. about that. But anyway, Al Green Bernie was there. Bernie Sanders and the like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Jose Feliciano. Remember that? Of course. You yes. know, that, that kind of shit. So it's not a big place. So what they did was instead of having every single person in your family come, they limited it to four people. And you got okay. four tickets, right? Unless you are a summa cum laude uh valedictorian in which the family got eight which not a big deal i wasn't going to bring eight people but just to hold on to the eight okay so now let's go back to my people in fresno and graduations or movies or any place where you're supposed to be quiet <laughs> um they say right up there you know you can only bring four people and i'm uh-huh. watching and i already know how this is going down because I've, I've i just i just know it's in the yes. it's in the genes if you will so like uh-huh. i'm watching people walk up and there's like 10 15 uh, the largest I counted was like around 17 people all in one family. At least it looked like it was all one family cause they were all together and they were like, yes. walking. I'm like, this is going to be bad. This is yeah. going to be bad. Cause what's going to happen is all these, and the line was like around the corner and shit. I'm like, all these people are going to get to the front and they're going to go ticket, please. And then all hell's going to break loose. Oh so I, dude. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So I didn't see this happen because we were smart. I'm like, you know what? 
I, I, I just know what's going to happen. So we got to get there early. And I'm not a guy that gets there early, but we were in line an hour and a half before you can. Jesus. We had the doors opened at 630. We got there at five o'clock. Right. And I was glad we did because we had great seats. Uh, we were probably the 20th through 24th people in line, which is Jeez, not bad. Right. Dude. So we were good. So I didn't see any of this, but. I just noticed that the amphitheater was a lot more empty than it was than the than the, uh, the line around the corner. And then I started uh-huh. seeing like the family shuffle in pissed about how it's not fair that people uh, I could go into this for a long thing, but it's really not about it's not about me or my experience. Yeah. Or it's about my daughter graduating. Yes, yes, yes. But um, these people were just uh, they were not happy. <laughs> they were calling out people in the front that because they had a VIP section for the Kuma, the uh, summa cum laude, and you know, oh, you think your kid's better than mine and all that shit. And Shut like, up, dude! It's just so embarrassing sometimes. Oh, I remember when I no. 2017, we go to my kid's graduation. This is at the Save Mart Center. I remember this like it is yesterday. So we're standing in line again, right? Which is why I got in line so early this time. So I'm like, well, shit. If it was like this at the Save Mart Center, I can only imagine what it's going to be like at the Paul Paul Theater. So. We got in line and uh, they and they just let the doors open. And it's like Black Friday, like people just start running towards Jesus. And I'm with my mother in law. She's not going anywhere like she's not going to get anywhere for at least 10 minutes. And then and my mom and stuff. And she's not, you know, she's she can she can get down if she needs to. But she's like hanging with my mother in law and the family. I said, look, I'm going to do this craziness and I'm going to go run over there and find us seats. And then I'm going to try and hold the seats, which is always the disaster. So like I remember <laughs> that is disastrous. Dude, yeah, dude. but I only needed to hold like three seats is the thing, right? But they're like, oh, is someone sitting? You have to keep them like, yeah, someone's already. Well, are they? And, the, yeah. and then sometimes they'll stay and watch and see if anyone's. You're like, oh, this is just weird, dude. A family. I I'm I shit you not. A family. I don't even know how many rows or seats are in the row, but a family came in. This is 2017, and they took up two rows Whoa. plus. Okay. Whoa. Two rows plus. I'm not exaggerating for the sake of the story. I'm just letting you know what happened. So like the 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 back end of the family come in and now they're starting to get into because I'm in the third row and they're starting to get into the third row. Right. And oh, I go, Jesus. hey, man, I said, just so you know, I just need these these three right here <laughs> yeah. and I'm good to go. You can have whatever you need. And he's like, that's as nice as you can do it. Yeah. That is the nicest you can do it. What do you yes. think their response was? I, w- I mean, there's only keep in the, mind the it's only- graduation day. People are supposed to be happy. You know, Dude, it's not about it, us. It's about the kid graduating. But what do you think the response was to me? It was a guy. About there's only 20- two responses two. that aren't mean. It's okay, no problem. Mm-hmm. Or oh, um, all right. Those are the everything else other than that is douchey. Yeah, what yeah. They say? fell into that. The response was, I don't fucking see anyone sitting here. I'm no, like, he did. Uh, no, that's not. Are you kidding me, Dan? And I'm are like, you kidding me? Uh, no, I'm not, bro. Because it's 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 that is the worst ever. I hate to say it, I feel like everything everybody gets so offended these days. But I'm fucking I'm Mexican. Fresno Mexicans just don't know how to act is what I'm trying to dude, say. Bro. So what do you even say to I that? Just to went, I just I just go. I go, dude, give me a fucking break. This is literally what I said. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. And then he just did his thing. I think he just needed to. It's a, it's a machismo thing, my friend. What I think it's really weird it. thing, dude. So anyway, that that was fine. That was you know four years ago. We flash back or we flash forward now to last night, and it was and the ceremony was nice. They were kind of like shuffling along pretty quickly because there was a ton of kids, and like normally they'll do the you know like they'll all walk up at once and they'll say the name, walk across yes. the street. Nah, they were like they were like it's cold outside, so they had two tables set up. The jumbotron couldn't go up. The screen couldn't go up because it was so windy last night. 
So they had the screen down below, like at stage level. And what they ended up doing was having two sides where they're just like this person, that person, this person, that person. <laughs> and they're just jamming through. Like, oh, seriously, listen wow. how listen how quickly they gave Sarah her a little announcement here. It's not bad. It was nice. But let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Like, it was quick. She didn't even have a chance. It was like, Sarah Ramirez, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> really? Uh, I mean, it was nice. And at least she got a little, she got a little, little. Uh, Did she give a speech? No, no. She's a, uh, she didn't do that. Hold on a second. Here we go. Look how, listen to how fast they say her name and to the next person. Sarah Ramirez. Lene Covita. Oh my <laughs> God, dude. Hey, fuck you, Lene Covita. That's like 12. I'm um, so getting to like 600 people. <laughs> yeah, they were just like, next, next, next. But oh I think it was fine goodness. because everybody was cold. Like it was uncomfortably cold and windy. That's the thing. I think the, the temperature would have been fine. But you add that wind to it. I don't care what you say, East Coast people. It was cold last night. But other than Jeez. that, it was it was a nice evening. You know, um, like I said, quick ceremony. Sarah got up there and she was in and out. They, they, uh, she stood for her, like, you know how they do like the ropes for like clubs that you're in and stuff like that. So we got some pictures of her standing up for her marching band and everything. Um, she got a little cheer when she walked up there. It was nice, man. It was just like the, uh, it was just another, it was like solidifying the end of an era. Oh, and how many dude, did you get, did you bring a tissue? I honestly, I thought I was going to cry because I've already had some moments, man. I was driving with Gail. When was it this weekend, last weekend? And we were just driving. We were just talking about it, dude. Just talking about, well, she's graduating next week. And, you know, in three months, she's going to be moving. And I'm like, immediately start tearing up while I'm talking. And I went, oh, my God, how am I going to be at graduation when it actually happens? And I think yeah. that I probably would have been moved to tears. First of all, it's hard to get moved to tears when they're like, Sarah Merritt's next. You know what I mean? Like, it's you yeah, don't it's get true. to you, you don't no get time. to really bask in it, even though I yes. was proud. Um, but the other thing was, is that it was just so freaking cold that. Or windy, I should say, that I just, I was, I, my mind was on other things, if that makes any sense. That's understandable. My mind was I on trying to stay, like, not shivering. Gail was literally, <laughs> like, she had her legs across me, and she was, like, leaning into me because she was cold, too. Everyone was freaking cold. Shannon, Shannon Wise, one of our listeners, she was there, apparently. She was at my, she was at my, my son's graduate, because okay. my son and her son graduated the same uh, day, too. Okay, well. Our daughters graduated the same day. I'm starting That's to get some stalkery crazy. vibes off of this. Like you know. <laughs> that was so crazy. You ever like, see a movie, The Fan, with De Niro? Oh, dude, I with Snidipes always bet on black. Yeah, I think uh, Wise <laughs> is out to get us or something like that. It was so funny when I saw her post, being like, "Hey, I'm in this section," and I was like, "Oh, you were smart. I'm in this horrible." <laughs> crowded section where I had to do a bunch of Dan save seats and I had to save a row. She put a picture up on Instagram, right? And uh, I'd say she's probably like eight rows back. I didn't see her, but I saw my bald ass head because I could tell where where she was sitting. Oh, that's so funny. She probably saw me. I don't know if she did or not. And if you you didn't bring a Kangol, no Kangol that day. Nah, man, I had a different look going on. You can't wear a Kangol with a Hawaiian shirt. This doesn't look right. That's true. I'm shocked the Hawaiian shirt happened. I I didn't see you as a Hawaiian shirt. No, I've been rocking. I've been rocking. I'm trying to I'm trying to embrace my inner dad. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're turning into the. I ain't shy. The, hey, it wasn't like a full on like there weren't tiki torches and stuff on it. Oh, okay. There, I thought it was like flowers and stuff. Uh, close enough, Steve. There was pineapples on it. Oh, dude, it's kind of a dope shirt though. I like it. Uh, no, I mean it's totally cool, and you're rocking the. And I'm, were they khaki shorts? No, no, I had on some black. Uh, and by the way, I'm not going to get down with this new look where everyone's starting a show like, "Hey, how's 
how, you want to see like 75% of my male thighs? I'm not wearing short shorts now. <laughs> you know how that's the thing? Guys are starting oh, to do sure. that. Not I, this I guy. I see that. Yeah. No, keep my ass in the 90s, boy. I'm like I Chris totally Cornell with that. the below the knee shorts and I don't give a fuck. I'm not changing. <laughs> Well, the thing is, they also wear like shoes with no socks with the high shoes. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is just me being a, a curmudgeon, I think. But there's this all the guy, the 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 boys, the young men, if you will. I saw them walking in, right? Uh-huh. And they're like, "Okay, you got to be there at five forty-five, no later than five forty-five." Of course, six fifteen rolls around, and I see these mm-hmm. fools running in, and they were wearing like. Like this, it was like slacks, but the slacks stopped at the calf, hmm. like mid calf, and then shoes with no socks, like pink loafers. Oh, you're talking about it's, it, but it's snug where it stops, right? Yeah, like an ass hugging pants. Absolutely, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? When did this happen? Yeah. Am I just like, are you doing this? Is this something no, I need to know no, about? No, no, no. Because this no. is not our our uh, place no. to be doing this. We would look like absolute fools, bro. Make no mistake. Oh, I would. I would completely. But uh, I don't know. Maybe you could pull it off. I don't think I could. No, it's, 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 if I tried it, they'd be like, oh, are you going to a photo shoot to show that 40's the new such and such? That's what it would look like. They're like, oh, you're doing like a photo thing where it's like, look how cool this older gentleman is. No, I would not wear that on a normal day. Not a chance, dude. You have not to be chance. one of those, those you know, not necessarily even like a white dude, but I think you can picture this when I'm saying it, like a model type, right? Uh-huh. And they always have, it's like usually a white guy, probably a brunette with a beard. Oh, yeah. And his hair is all flowy in the wind. He's uh-huh. making some, this stupid face because he has a beard. You know what I'm talking about? Those pictures? Yeah. Totally. I hate those guys so much, but those and are the he, guys that wear that stuff. No, or he's sitting on uh, the edge of a boat, like a nice, expensive oh, boat. That cocksucker. I swear. Yeah, with glasses, not on, but on his T-shirt. Or like down at his, at the, uh, not but like below the bridge of the nose. Like he's looking oh, up. Dude, like, for excuse sure, me? Dude. I was just doing oh, yeah. something douchey. Were you saying something? I will never wear those pants. I think those are H&M sort of thing. There's this guy. Uh, you know, I don't know if any listeners do DDPY, but I follow the DDPY page on Facebook, right? Because, you know, eventually I need to get back to that. I'm, I'm good, though. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm My health is improving. But anyway, uh, there's this one cat on there, you know, and they're all people for the most part that were very heavy at one point or heavier, just out of shape. And, and they show their progress, which is cool. It, it creates kind of like a community. You know what I mean? But there's this one dude on there. You could tell this boy has never been out of shape in his life, right? And he is that guy. He's with the beard and he makes the weird faces and he's always like shirts. I just, I I don't understand these people sometimes, man. I don't know. I don't understand social media anymore. I think I just want to like heckle people online and I, I don't get the whole like uh, trying to sell yourself on, on Facebook or it, Instagram dude, or any of that stuff. A, it's totally it's, like a, a generational gap and I admit it. It's just not my oh, thing. It's no, I just don't get it. The, here's the funny part. So this, a few weeks ago, <laughs> Daniel Dominguez, your your uh, your co-namer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking, What's up, Dan? What's up, Daniel? and you know, I haven't pushed. I wouldn't say I haven't. Let me change that. I'm not big into promoing the album at all. I haven't promoted it. And so he's like, we were talking. He said, "Okay, look, man, at least do something. Do a TikTok." And we were. I was like, you know, Dan and I were talking about how weird TikTok is and how you do that weird like effects. And so um, I said, okay, fine. I'll do a TikTok a day for a year. I just said it f- flippantly. And Daniel was like, I will, I will challenge you and I will do it too. I saw one of his that he put up. 
Yeah, I I went against him, and um, thinking, you know what you thought? Like if Dan, if you did a TikTok, what are you thinking? You're what are you thinking? You're thinking, hey, it's just gonna be for fun, right? It's a challenge, and I love a challenge. So we're going back and forth. We're going back and forth, and let me tell you something: social media can be the nicest people in the world, or <laughs> the other. The other thing where it's just, oh, you're creating an argument for nothing on this video that is just um, about music. And that's when I realized, oh, I don't understand social media, but I just won't look at the com- I just don't look at the comments, man. I just won't because I don't get it. I'm like, I don't understand the need to be mean. I don't get it. I was like, did you wake up wanting to do this thing? And especially if, you know, you get a few more views than you planned, it really gets pretty, we're, we were, we're a different generation, Jay. We're not used to this. Normally it's like, we were grazed. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. I won't do TikTok. I've just decided that I'm not photogenic enough. I took pictures okay, last night. I hate taking pictures. No, dude, it is. I mean, you don't have to like try to butter me up. It's just some people are more symmetrical than others. Some people are more photogenic than others. I ruin every single picture I'm in. And it's just a fact. It's just it's just the have way you, it is. Have you you know you have that light you, you remember you bought that lighting thing? Yeah. Have you done that on your phone and and turned off the lights and turned that light on? No, I, I this is what fucked me up is there's a filter on TikTok where uh, you can, it's like a, uh, what do they call that? Uh, um, I'm so sorry. I'm blanking on the word right now. Oh my God. It's like inversing yourself. And I know that's not the right oh, word I'm trying to say. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, it's just, you know, like it'll just keep I flipping. Mirror existed. image, mirror image, mirror image, that's mirror dope. image. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> that, that I can't ever look at myself the same again. Like I look like fucking Harrison Ford. Half of my face <laughs> oh my looks God. happy. The other side looks mad and stoned. I, I don't understand it, and it's really weird for me. So I've always had this thing. Even as a kid, I ruin every single picture I'm in. When I'm like, when I actually get a good picture of myself, I will point that shit out. Anything that you see up on like a, a you know, like Facebook or something yeah. like that, those are all like approved. Yeah. Trust me, there's a graveyard of just dead pictures everywhere. So I will never do that. I actually what was about thinking videos? about videos. Uh, same thing because really? it's just now it's just it's just a symmetry in motion. You know <laughs> oh what I mean? God. And this is in your head. No, it's a fact. And I totally am okay with it. But I'm saying, have, have other people told you or did you? Well, no, because like, who's mean like that? I mean, I guess there are mean people like yes, that. Yes, But I don't want to put are. myself into that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm not secure enough. And I'll just be honest with you. I'm not. I'm not secure enough to put myself out there. I used to be. I don't know what happened. I guess it's just when I got older, when I hit my 40s. And mm-hmm. I just don't want to do it anymore. I get I get. I Very get, rarely will you see a picture of me that's like new. I'm not big on pictures. That's a, the funny thing is I'm not big on pictures, but again, it's, it's one of those, I'm reading, there's a book called the artist's way. And it's, it's a big thing about getting out of your, they're like, if you're creative, how else are you creative? Like you, you're creative in a myriad of ways that you're not using. She's like, use the different ways you're creative. Like you, we all know you write. We've heard you write and you write well. And it's like, try those other things and see instead of, you know, and, and see what happens. And uh, that's the only reason I'm like, okay, let's see how else I'm creative. How else can I do things? 
And I'm sure there's going to be a thing that I do and people are going to be like, yeah, you suck at that. I'm like, oh, well, what are you going to do? You tried it. <laughs> what are you going to do? Life goes on, dude. I mean, I'll peep the TikTok and let you know what's up, you know? I appreciate Sorry, it. I'm chewing. I, I'm really hungry. No, I don't worry late. about it. Don't worry little, about little, it. I mean, I'm, I'm having an acai bowl today, ladies and gentlemen. It's oh, good. that's what, see, that's a, that's where I'm talking. I love those. And I've been, I called them a Kai for a million years. Yeah, I did too. And then till uh, Bell was like, well, you want to get an acai bowl? I'm like, I've never, I don't know what that You're is. You're all, no, stupid. It's a Kai. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> we were like, I was like, uh, I don't know what that is. She's like, we ate it yesterday. I was like, oh, is that how you say that? Huh. Right, I did the same thing. But but it looks like a kai. It's pretty lovely what I'm eating right now. But I won't be able to eat this the whole time because it's very all right. Crunchy. Tell me what tell me what you put on your uh, acai. Um, let's see. We've got. <clears throat> I'm just looking right here because this was purchased for me whilst I was in here. It's so good. We've it's got so good. Uh, pumpkin seeds. It looks like fantastic. We've got some uh, granola. We've got yes strawberries, fresh strawberries, fresh bananas, uh, acai. We've got uh, chia. It looks like oh come on come on and I think that's it. Oh peanut butter. Now that's what sets it off, and uh, yeah, it gives it the uh, the je ne sais quoi, as you yes, as, as some say, it's and then fantastic. also, oh wait, hold up, there is no peanut butter in this one. Normally there is. Oh, that's a bummer. That's okay. It's still very good. But oh, then of course fantastic. there's the the acai, the acai blend down below, if you will. I they have fairly good ones at Costco, like a box you can buy in the put them in the freezer and you just rip off the top and you're ready to go with granola and all that stuff in them. These when came from the Tower District. Because there's a oh, good place there, the and I would totally, one. I would give it some love if I could remember the name of it, but I can't. Tower Blends. Yes, uh, yeah, I think it is Tower Blends. <laughs> I love going to Tower Blends, dude, because it's right across the street from the Tower Theater, and uh, so this only cool. happened once. But it, going to this corner, you're guaranteed to get something like this at least every third trip. Last time I went there, <laughs> there was this Mexican dude, ripped. You you could tell my man just got out of the pen. He just had mm-hmm. the look. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Ripped like all top heavy. <laughs> just tatted it up and just could not sit still. He was like kind of uncomfortable in his own public uh-huh. skin. But the best part about it was, dude, I watched him from the window. My man proceeded to do a full on street workout at the bus stop. Wow. This means so like picture like you're outside of a theater and you've got the posters of the upcoming events and things like that. Right. And it's just like right there by the by the uh-huh. bus stop. My man decided to take off his shirt and he was doing handstand push ups <laughs> at the bus. What? Stop. And and like and then he like hung he like there was like this this piping that goes oh that's pull there's like an awning down. there's an mm-hmm. awning and there's like a piping that goes between it I'm glad it's not yes. hot because obviously would have burned the shit out of himself but and I'm glad it's very sturdy because my man was a significant sized man he probably weighed two two plus because he was all Jeez, ripped dude. you know yeah somehow he managed to work his way up monkey bar style where he grabbed onto the Jeez. pipe lifted himself up put his legs through the pipe. You know what I'm saying? And then he yeah. was just doing sit-ups. Dude, <laughs> the what the crap, dog? I mean, I know this is a whole bunch of random stuff we're talking about right now, but God damn it, some of the things I see sometimes. And I really, really wanted to film it. Not to be mean, but it was more like, look at this dude get down. I wasn't going to be like, look at this loser. You know, and it wasn't anything like that. No. It's just like, it's just shit you see. Like, honestly, I don't know if you ever heard of Foo's Gone Wild on Twitter, but it's uh. It's just, it's, you know, it's like the Mexican culture and it's always yes. all about like cholos and shit like that, doing crazy shit, like walking into the, into the ocean with like knee high socks and Mary Jane's on, you know, that's <laughs> shit funny shit like that. This that's dude funny. belonged on Foo's Gone Wild and I wanted to put it up so bad. My daughter's like, don't, you're being mean. So I didn't do it. 
Yeah, you better watch out. She's she's majoring in something that you're gonna have to. Yeah, you know these yeah, your kids get into poli sci, they get all they get all uppity. You know why I know what Tower Blends is? Who do you know that owns it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the owners, but I mean, I guess we all kind of know each other after our meetings. Your meetings, our monthly meetings. There's black owned. You go to a black monthly meeting? No, it's a dude. That was a joke. Hey, dude. I would not be surprised. I mean, it's like these. I mean, the, no, it's not a crazy sounding thing. No, I'm saying because a lot of people will be like, if they know somebody, they'll be like, um, so my friend, hey, you might know him. I'm like, I already know why you think I do, but I probably don't. And it's always weird if I do. I'm like, yeah, I know him. No, <laughs> hey, I'm happy to report, brother. There's peanut butter in here. Sorry, I'm dude. They're so they're so good. My uh, my son bought me an uh, an acai bowl. Dude, it's gonna take a while. An acai bowl, and he dumped a like he's like all right i just made it the way i think you'd make it and i took a bite and i said son and i'd mean this in all honesty <laughs> this is one of the best things i've ever tasted in my entire life yeah and i don't know if i just didn't expect it to be that good but it was mind-blowing how good he's like yeah it's from tower blends he just gets it delivered i'm like man this was insane yeah that's this is the weird part is that i don't see peanut butter but i totally taste it you sure it's not the seeds? No, no, no. This is peanut butter, Jay. There's peanut butter only tastes like peanut butter. Did you get it delivered? Yes. And it stayed frozen. We spent four thousand dollars on DoorDash, I'm sure. For, <laughs> Dude, for, let me tell you something. For four acai bowls. When I say I want Chipotle, I don't even think of driving there anymore. I don't it doesn't even cross my mind. I get on my app, it says, Would you like to order the thing you ordered last? Sure. On its way. <laughs> Quadruple that though, and then do it all the time, like when uh COVID was at peak. Yeah. It gets expensive real fast. Oh, dude, I trust me. I first of all, I I can only imagine yours because I only buy it for one. I couldn't imagine buying it for two. Like sometimes Maj is here, but I don't I've never I don't think I've ever had an order for three people. Ever. I've never ordered for three people. That's odd. <laughs> it sounds lonely. <laughs> no, nah, it's only two at the most. Maj is here. It sounds actually then, it sounds fantastic. Bell and I will just go. Now we're, since we're both vaccinated, we just go out to eat. You know, that was a trip last night too, getting back to the, like the, the vaccinated or speaking of the vaccinated thing, mm-hmm. getting back to the graduation is that uh, they were like, well, you know, by the way, it's uh, masks are optional. So it was a little bit of like, what I was watching the peer pressure go down. You saw people there that were a little, conf- there was like people that were clearly, clearly like, I'm not, I'm not phased. Yes. I'm not buying this. I'm going to wear my mask. Maybe they have their reasons and that would make perfect sense. So, you know, good for them. And you have the people that just weren't going to wear it. And then you had the people that were, and I, I kind of fall into this category where I have the mask with me and then I put it on, even though I've already been around people. And then I'll like, all of a sudden I'll start dipping below the nose. Eventually it turns into a yeah. goatee and then I just take it off again. Like, what's the point? I've already been exposed. <laughs> so I don't I, know, man. I still wear it. No, it's good. I think a lot of people do, but I'm feeling more comfortable with it for now. But I did get sick. You did? Uh-huh. When? Um, a few weeks ago, I got a cold, my first cold. Because uh, you don't wear masks in Muay Thai. And the train uh, crew was like, ah, I got a little bit of a sore throat. I'm like, I'll be fine. Not I. I was not fine. Well, everyone's I in there sweating and kicking the bag. And then you oh, kick yes. the bag, sweating. Your pores are open. Guess what? Oh, Guess yes. who's got an infection? You're grappling. Like, you're cheek to cheek grappling. Like, you're on. So, it's like, if someone's sick, you're going to get sick. So, I got immediately. 
immediately I got sick and I was over it in about three to four days. But you're like, truthfully, now I, I'm going to wear my mask except for there everywhere because I forgot how much cold, just a normal run of the mill cold. It sucks, dude. Legitimately sucks. I hated it. Yeah, I, I'm sure they're going to come back soon because I didn't have a cold the entire time. We Neither were in did COVID. I. But I yes. thought I did for a second because I have allergies, right? So like, and they have to, they take things so seriously at work. They're like, listen, if you have a runny nose, if you know, you might have rhinitis or if you, if you're doing the <clears throat> thing, we got to make mm-hmm. sure that you're okay. If you, if you feel like you have, at one point they're like, if you have like a, a bad headache, I remember one time I woke up and it was like bad allergies to the point where if I'm talking, you're going to know something's up, right? Yes. You're going to, are you yeah. sick? Someone's going to go, are you sick? Just like you did this morning when right before when we started talking, you know, you, you all right? Yeah. So I had to call, I just, I knew what was going to happen. So I just called the boss and I'm like, look, man, um, I feel like I'm pretty good. I'm just trying to follow the rules here. This is what I'm feeling right now. Um, you know, and he's like, oh yeah, you definitely sound like you're not doing well. I said, well, I feel like I'm okay, but I just wanted to let you know because I knew I was going to see him when I got into work. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And uh, he's like, yeah, well, we better just go ahead and keep you off. And then the next thing I know, they have me off for like three days so I can get tested. When do we just jump back in and just be like, okay, everything's fine again. You know what I mean? No mask, you mean? No mask. I, I, I know you people, said it, you're just going to wear it, but I think the majority of the people will eventually just go back to oh, absolutely. no mask, That's right? It. Today, what place was I at the other day where it says, oh, right, uh, was that Rite Aid? Mm. I walked into Walgreens, Walgreens. I walked into Walgreens and they're like, I'm so used to hearing a certain pre-recorded message. Masks are required before you, now it's like, if you, uh, masks are, re- are advised, but aren't required if you have an, a vaccination. And it was like, oh my God, it's all changed. Like people could just walk around no mask now. I had the mask on, but I'm like, slowly things are just changed. It's over with, man. It's over, man. So when I was when I called the boss and I was asking about the mask or about the you know how I'm feeling, he's like, yeah, stay home and everything like that. But it's like, um, all it was was allergies, right? So I haven't truly had a a, a cold yet or anything like that. I'm imagining they're gonna start kicking in pretty soon now because oh, dude. we're we're back to touching shit and touching our face dude. with not even realizing it. You know, uh, yeah, and people are walking around without their mask. They're gonna be sneezing. It's gonna get through your mask. Yeah, the one thing that mm. I have not like, I I still, and I think I'm gonna just keep it this way because germs are germs. Is I'm just gonna keep the hand sanitizer. I don't think that's a bad policy. No, keep it, dude. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, I man. I I mean, my goal is to not get any more. I mean, I I would like to go through life without a cold, but that's impossible. I will try to go another two years without one, though, because even though the cold was a light one that lasted. Two, I think two to three days. It still was like, oh, I remember how sucky, like bad colds are. Yeah. And I just don't even want to get yeah, that. I'm good anymore. for like two a year. And I haven't had anything yet, but I imagine I'm not going to escape this year if I'm starting to go back to the old ways. <laughs> the old ways. The old ways, you know? <laughs> like I'm You're good for laryngitis every November. I don't know why. I really wish I could tell you why it's in November. Every November I get no, uh, laryngitis. Except for last year. Go figure. Oh, well, mask.com, dude. Right. So I don't know. It's just very strange. Have you? How's the acai bowl so far? It's pretty good. I'm trying not to. It's so good. Dude, here's the thing. I'm muting a bunch right now. No, here's the thing, dude. When you're having to do a podcast and you're kind of busy, you got to eat when you can. This is for you people, because the more I eat of this, the the more lively I'll get because my brain will start firing away. Oh, guess what? I started drinking, Dan. What's up? Oat milk. Oh, good for you. What do you what kind do you drink? 
Let's uh, just do an advertisement it, for like foods, different foods today, because I have a <laughs> preference on my oat milk. That planet yep. something. That's the stuff, dude. It's I'm one hundred percent I'm one hundred percent oat like I don't drink regular milk anymore. Like if I have cereal, it's with oat milk. It's so good. A, a big old glass of milk with breakfast, man. Yeah, what are we for talking real. about? It's really good. It's not because I've had other ones. I think I started off with because uh, I, I really I tried almond milk. Not my thing. Um, honestly, all the other milks are just not my thing. And I was like, I'll try oat. I haven't tried this one yet. Oh, I know what it was. Somebody brought me a latte and it had oat milk in it. I'm like, this is not bad. It tastes different, but it's not bad. It's so definitely I went and, different, dude. Right. So I just took a chance and I got some silk oat milk. No offense to Silk, it was it was trash. Trash, dude. Trash. So it, then it I tastes just, like something's wrong with it. Yeah, but I knew there was a milk out there for me because I just had some, and I ended up going with the Planet Planet Oak. That shit is so amazing. Good. You know what? We don't get paid to say this kind of stuff. We don't get paid for anything, really. So, like, I'm just letting you know if you like oat milk or you're thinking of switching, because you don't want to be drinking soy all the time. It's not good for you. Oat milk, solid, absolutely solid, good shit. I Try didn't know you were an oat milk fan. Oh yeah, dude. I've been drinking oat milk for about a year now. Oh my goodness, look at this guy. I can't all really, healthy and such. The, I don't know about that, but the only thing I can't really drink milk so, like just by itself anymore. I cook with it if it needs be because you know, you it's milk has a consistency situation. Yes. So if you're yes. use, if you're baking or something, I don't I don't really want to like switch out milk or uh for like soy milk or almond milk or whatever. You got to go with the real deal. It's not going to kill you. Take a damn lactate and grow up. You know what I mean? But Man, the, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just lactate works for me. But again, okay. I have so many. We're just going to say every brand right now. I have another thing I was going to talk about, but maybe I won't. Um, but yeah, man, it's the the Planet Oak, ladies and gentlemen. The un, What kind do you get, Steve? There's like three different kinds. Uh, the original. Yes. Don't fuck with the sweetened. It's not no? good. Well, oh, unless you not? just like sweet stuff. I just I think do. that. I think that Planet Milk, excuse me, uh, Planet Oak, the original tastes as close to milk as, it's, as you're going to get. Do you know huh? what I mean? Like it still tastes like thing, oat milk, but it, it's it's as close to the to like the real deal as you're gonna get. I didn't like milk, so oat milk is really good because it doesn't give me the milk idea. It's like oh, this tastes like its own. Now, mind you, I tried oat milk before and it was trash. But this time, when I bought oat milk about like a month ago, I said, okay, let me wipe my brain clean of any expectation. And then when I drank it, I was like, I'm in. It's over. I love yeah. it for what it is. Yeah, I've turned on probably like four or five people to it. It's good, dude. This is, I know, a, this I, is a trend, Starbucks guys. Is Try too. it. Next, like next time you're at the store, maybe you're at the store right now. Go to the aisle and get yourself some Planet Oat. If they don't what have else? it, ask for it by name. You said you were going to review something else that you ate? Uh, no, just uh, we're talking about like named products, you know, things we've tried. <laughs> and I know we don't get paid for anything. So I'm like, do I really want to do this or not? But I, I think I will because I, it's a rave review. Go for it. So you're a TikTok man now. Okay. Do you ever see any ads? Maybe you don't, but do you ever see any ads? Because they're very procured, right? All of their, the way that uh-huh. they, they, they solicit things to you. Okay. Have you ever heard of Dr. Squatch? No. All right, Dr. Squatch. I saw this on TikTok and, I, and uh, Brian on PCL was talking about it. This was like months ago though. And I, uh-huh. I heard him talk about it and I didn't even know what the brand name was, but yeah. there's a, they're a soap brand. They make these artisan soaps and they also do like <laughs> non-aluminum deodorants and, no and shampoos and, such, yeah. and all that you know okay. just been clean no caffeine kind of stuff right okay so the the whole joke of the commercial is it's like they're very they're like totally geared towards like young guys so it's like this long-haired dude with a beard walking up to like these cute 
20 something year old girls and like, Hey, smell this. Don't you want your man to smell like this? And it makes it out like, Oh, they're, ir- they're irresistible. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Like, like you got to leave a saucer of milk outside your door for all the ladies that are going to be coming up. You know, it's uh, <laughs> really yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to, uh, I didn't make the connection of what Brian was talking about, but I'm like, it's just funny. I, I kind of want to try it just to see, you know, not, not to see no. that, but like, I want to see, I don't know why I wanted to try it actually. Yes. It was the yes. smells that got me. It was the scents rather. It was like, okay. uh, there's like bay rum. Who doesn't want to smell like bay rum? There's like a um, rum. pine tar, all these weird names. What uh-huh. got me was they had this other one come out and it was like the space edition. And I was like, oh, what the hell? I'll try it. It was like one was okay. called Moon Rock. The all other right. one is called Mars Bar. And the other one oh, is called on. like Area 51 something or other. Okay. So I bought these three soaps, right? And I tried out the the uh, Moon Rock. Uh-huh. And you know what it was? It was soap. It just, it just smelled like soap. It, it didn't okay. do anything to me. And I'm like, okay, this is not... Like I, I clearly got duped here, you know. All right. I, I bought into their their uh, their advertisement, but it had like a loofah and volcanic ash in it, Steve. So it's very good. Like it's an, it's an exfoliant, right? Okay. So I'm noticing as I'm washing myself with this bar, like, and I don't think you're supposed to do this, but I rubbed it across my face because if you have like large pores, I guess those little little loofah things can get stuck in your pores. You know, mm-hmm. didn't happen to me. But after I afterwards I got out, I'm like my face. Feels like a baby's ass. Oh, that's like just just smooth and wonderful. You know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, there's something to this. So I blasted through that soap real quick. So it was like it was funny because when I came out and I mentioned the whole exfoliant thing, suddenly my soap decreased by half within like two days. But yet no one's using it. It's all I'm gonna say. It's a miracle. I don't understand it. Like I have it away from the shower. No one's using it, Steve, but it's it's gone really quickly. I, I'm not going to say any names, Gail, but you know what I'm saying? Yes, so, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. Well, she didn't touch it, though. But so I said, okay, I'm going to go ahead and do, I'm going to do the next bar now. So the the third bar, which is the Area 51, smells like, um, I'm, I'm hesitant to use this one because it smells like sandalwood and patchouli. I like sandalwood. It's okay. It's, it's fine. But it has like a patchouli thing going on. And for me, that's not my scent. I, I, you're, you're smelling kind of like a Nag Champa incense or something like that. And maybe it's not as strong as what I was thinking. But let's get back to the second bar, which is the Mars bar, right? Mm-hmm. Very citrusy, Steve. Very spicy. And uh, I got to tell you something, man. I'm being real about this. Dr. Squatch is the shit. <laughs> I get some really good soap. Oh my God. It's, I'm sold. <laughs> I'm sold. I told the kids. I said, hey, you, you, were, you, uh, you want something? You want to get me something for Father's Day? Get me some Doctor Squatch. Squatch. That's all I need. You have to order this. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> and again, I'm not getting paid to do this. I'm not looking for uh, Doctor no, Squatch to. No, to, I was uh, wondering if you had to. You like you had to order it. You couldn't go to like Save Mart and you were running. But like, oh, you know what? There's Doctor Squatch. You not had to yet. Go I don't. Online. I don't think that's the case. But I could see that happening in the future. <laughs> it's good stuff. I'm not gonna lie. It's really nice. So if you're <laughs> looking awesome. for a soap, uh, you're a guy and you want to smell a little manly. I, I would. I don't. Don't count on like the. The ladies go meow meow at your uh, door. <laughs> With, yes. Gotta got be like a pootie tang and leave a saucer of milk out for him. Um, Sadate. Yeah, you, you little kids, you don't know about what I'm talking about. But uh, I, I recommend the Doctor Squatch. Steve. I, I honestly think you should give it a shot. Look it up. It's not bad. It's not hokey. I thought it was. I thought it was a. a I kind of wanted just to laugh about it, really. And it was like, oh, seven bucks to laugh. Sure, let me let me try it out. But it was good. It's good shit. I would I would highly recommend Doctor Squatch. And I don't get paid to say this stuff. What else can we talk about that doesn't pay us? <laughs> you know, hey, dude. <laughs> What's up? I can't believe you you brought up Pootie Tang. Do you remember what his his uh, movie was called on the movie? 
And if you say it, I'll probably go, oh, yeah, that's it. But Sign your pity on the runny kind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how long I laugh for no reason at what, that line? What, what's it? Uh, sign sign, sign your, pi- your pity on the runny kind. On the runny kind, yeah. <laughs> Sarate. Oh, that was such a funny movie, G. Pootie Tang was ridiculous. Remember, it came from the Chris Rock show. No. He was a ridiculous character on the Chris Rock show. I had never. I remember I was at work one day and this guy came <laughs> yeah. in talking about Pootie Tang. And so he was funny. crying while he was talking about it. He was laughing so hard. I'm like, I got to watch this. Dude, so I just. It's I, so funny. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't really like I'm not the all time Pootie Tang fan, man. But it's like I said, I've seen it a few times. Probably not in its entirety because it's just one of those things that I'll just stop immediately. Oh, yeah. For and sure. watch it when it's on television. For sure. But it is. For not, it's like it's like one of my favorite movies for not knowing the movie by heart. Totally, and you know who directed it? Mm-mm. Louis C.K. I'm not going to stop loving Pootie Tang because Louis no, C.K. Dude, directed it. It was in the funny, and I, I just didn't. I I remember seeing his name. I was like, what a weird name. <laughs> what Louis a strange C.K.? name. Yeah, but when you when you uh, later on, I saw when I was watching a stand up, I was like, I remember that name from something, and then it clicked. I said, Oh my god, he directed Pootie Tang. I forgot all about that. I, I love, I haven't watched Pootie Tang in years, dude. I love it when he takes his belt off and starts whipping people. Dude. <laughs> dude, how good is that freaking movie? That's a good movie, man. I, I think it, 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 for people who were around our age at that time, it's a good movie. If I showed Maj that movie today, he'd be like, dude. But I don't know, because Maj loved the jerk. Loved it. So maybe he would like that. Uh, style of comedy there are some styles of comedy that i just adore and i try to turn people on to him and they're just like no thank you one of the movies which is seriously one of my favorite movies comedy movies ever have you ever heard of kung pao enter the fist (laughs) i have dude there's no way that i can describe this movie steve where it's going to seem funny to you you just have to watch it that's the that's the best i did watch it i watched it Oh, no, no. I just don't remember because you watch it with a bunch of friends. Yeah. And no, we're totally. The, it's totally one of those movies. And we're at his apartment and yeah. we're talking. I didn't even focus. Yeah. Go back and watch that shit. It is absurd. It it's just it's just absurd. Matter of fact, I think I have it. I could send you a copy if you're interested. Dude, yeah, I'm very. Well, I bet you I bet you it's on Netflix. Probably. It's just you got to understand it is the dumbest damn movie you'll ever see, but it is also one of the funniest. It's there's just, it's absurdly funny. So yeah, check that one out too. Pick of the week, uh, Kung Pao, enter the fist. (laughs) Is that your pick of the week? I think so. Not any of the movies. And Pootie Tang. We're going to go a double feature pick of the week. Pootie Tang and enter the, or excuse me, Kung Pao, enter the fist. Whilst doing your DDPY. I haven't started that yet, so I can't, uh, if I can get back on it again, then I'll be good. And I'll start, I, I'll start talking. I thought you were still doing that, dude. No, man. You don't listen to me. I haven't stopped. I haven't done that shit in months. Because I had tendonitis months. in my wrists. Oh, how's that coming along? It's good to go. I'm actually ready to start again. I'm not drinking these days. Look I've at lost, this guy! I've lost about, I don't know. I'm guessing right around 10 pounds. Hey, dude. That's well, How much are you trying to lose? Uh, I could probably afford to lose 25. Oh, that's not too. That's, that's, that's right up. That's cakewalk for you, man. I'll be a little thin. People, it'll be noticeably thin, but I just want mm-hmm. to, uh, I'm trying to get rid of the middle-aged body thing that's happening. Yeah. The dad bod. Yes. Um, it's, uh, the older you get, the harder it is to get to lose Oh, that. don't I know this, Steve? Don't you I know, know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a, you eat anything like over the weekend, if you have a cheat day, in your brain, you see it. 
on Monday. You're like, I look bigger. Well, the scale is your enemy. You can't. I'm not even looking at the scale anymore. I'm trying to just look at my body and and see the results. Yeah. So right now, this is just like, oh, you stopped being a lush and you don't have like, you know, four pounds of IPA on your gut anymore. That's a good. So you don't drink at all. Well, I, I'm not saying that I'm never going to. I no, just, I'm not. I'm not saying you're gonna. You're mm. not going to. But I'm saying like it, you don't do the nightly before you go to bed thing. No, I stopped you for months. Quit. No, I stopped. I'll be honest so with you. Wonderful. I stopped for months, and then right around November, I, I said, you know, what, screw it. It's my birthday. I'm gonna have a drink. And the next thing I know, yeah. I'm back into the habit again. So I was never like someone that drank, you know, to get drunk nightly or anything like that. But I did kind of develop this, and I hate even using the word. But it was more of a habit of, you know, I get off late. I get off at sometimes two o'clock in the morning, which is not good, you know, considering. But like I have I have um, like an insomnia situation going on. So mm-hmm. I, I'll just have a, an IPA. It'll make me kind of sleepy. And then it sort suddenly became like the, the evening thing. And I went, I can't do this because I'm like just putting calories on and then going to sleep. Yes. And it just didn't make any sense. And it became mm-hmm. a thing where it's like it wasn't um, like a physical addiction you know it was like a mental thing where it's like well i gotta get okay. this I just, it was just weird and i started getting into a territory where i didn't feel comfortable with myself Fair. So i decided to go ahead and stop again because it's like i don't need that that's just an extra thing i need it sounds like alcoholic stuff and i, I don't really want to i mean i'm sure i have some form of that you know <laughs> but because i mean i've just i'm a veteran you know what i'm saying but like i, I just need to like kind of like uh, be a little bit more healthy these days i want to see grandkids and such so, so I think I'm just going to go back to how I used to be before all this shit started, where it's just like, oh, I'm with friends and it's a social gathering. I'll, I'll have a beer or two. Not like I have to have this by myself every evening kind of thing, because quite honestly, that's how it was getting. You know, uh, so you drink water instead. I drink a lot of water now. That's really good. man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm t- but yeah. I fell off, though, man, because that graduation party, we had a lot of leftovers, you know, a lot of leftover stuff. Of course. Which means we had a lot of leftover sodas. And Coca-Cola, Ooh. dude, is a... That is a huge addiction for me. So I, I had to like get rid of the Coca-Cola and now I'm okay. Well, the other day I had my first, I think I told, I think I talk about it on the podcast uh, a few weeks ago. I had my first seven up in or Sprite in ages. And I was like, Sprite is underrated. Sprite is underrated. And the people yeah. at work were like, no, you just haven't had Sprite for a while. Sprite is totally normal. I'm like, no, no. You know what? I th- huh. I'm going to go ahead and agree with you because. Some of the soft drinks that we had and that were left over were in fact sprites, How and I good left were them. Those? Like it was funny, we had like sprites in a section and cokes in a section, Pepsi's, etc. And we just sort of left. Suddenly, all the sprites were gone. Or excuse me, all the sprites were left, and nothing was else, else was there. So I said, I'm gonna try one of these. Man, I feel bad for the sprite. I'm gonna give it a shot. It's good shit. Fantastic, bruh. It really is. I was really. I put some grenadine off in that piece. Oh, you made yourself like a little Shirley Temple. Yes, that that's what my that's what Maj is addicted to right now. He has all the ingredients all the time in the refrigerator. He's a Shirley he Temple Sh- guy, huh? He loves Shirley Temples too. Yeah, at least they're not like Rob Roy's or something. He's just he's just having a What's nice a little Roy? drink. What's a Rob Roy? It's an alcoholic drink. Is what I'm saying. How do you make it? It's like scotch or whiskey or scotch uh-huh. whiskey and then mm-hmm. vermouth. I was trying to remember what the. Uh, Ooh, I hate vermouth. I don't like vermouth either. <laughs> Anything that has vermouth, it overtakes everything in the drink. Yeah, and then you add bitters to it. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. No. You might as well just no put someone's you. dick in a glass and drink it. It's no, thank you. <laughs> no, thanks. I don't need your dick water. <laughs> I do want to get into scotch, though. Oh, okay. With okay. a tumbler. I, I can't. There's just a certain part of me that's like, don't do it. You don't want to be that guy. I'm talking to me, not you. Yeah. I'm just like, I, I just, 
I can't be that guy that's talking about scotch and shit. And then the next thing is going to be cigars. Oh, and dude, I just been, oh, yeah. I know people love cigars and some people enjoy them and they're fine with it. But there is a certain level of a uh, certain sect of people that just overdo it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they just, Dude. it's just too much. Just calm it's the fuck down with your cigars. Like, I get I, it. I, I, enjoy I, it. Have a cigar, have four, enjoy yourselves, but just don't, don't do that thing. And I can't explain I, what that thing is, but I think we no, all No, I know. I get invited weekly to a cigar get Hey, do you want to go and sit I in tell a room them, and smoke? Oh, dude. No. They're like, oh, we, we have scotch and you should come out to the place. And, and I'm How's like, How's this uh, sound? How's this sound? How about you sit with me in this smoky room for like dude. three hours? And when you come out, your breath is going to taste like ass for six come days on, straight. Gee. No matter come how on, much gee. you brush your teeth. No, thank you. No. And especially they're like, at, meet us at the country club. And at the, at, right off that, I'm like, <laughs> no. So I'm at Get Out. No, thank you. I've seen this movie before. Hey, have you met my son, Liam? Where's he at? Oh, he's that guy that's in the corner doing a golf swings in the air. <laughs> Those are the first dudes that can be like, hey, Steve, so what business are you? That's the first. I'll be like, I'm not talking to these people. <laughs> I'd be like, you know what? I'm not going to. I cannot do the, the cigar at the country club thing. I would love to play golf, but I'm not doing the cigar scotch thing. But you know so, something? This attitude I have towards that stuff is what exactly keeps me inside my house all the time. So it's kind of like a knock to me. You know what I mean? Like a shame on me for not being more open to certain things. Because I'm very quick like that to just be like, ugh. You'd you like know? golf. But you I give like you golf. shit about that sometimes. Like I'll say something, you'll be like, ugh. And I'm like, oh, come on, open up your mind. So I really should take a like a little bit of my own medicine here, some of my own advice, and open up my mind. At least go and try it. It just seems like the worst thing in the world to me, but I don't know until I've actually tried it, right? I wouldn't do the cigar thing. No, no, not the cigar thing. I'm just okay. like, <laughs> I was like I'm... no, I've tried the cigar thing. I don't like cigars. I just scotch, don't. yes. I've had scotch and I don't like it. Oh, so what are you going to try? Like, just, I'm just saying like, when people present something new to me, something foreign that I may not have uh, any knowledge with, but I may have like a, uh, like a, like a misconception, you know what I mean? Or like a, uh, a predetermined oh, yeah. opinion. Uh-huh. I think that uh, I should probably just put that down and try to go with some of these things. I, all honesty, I was invited to, uh, I went to a lunch at a country club recently uh, with a buddy that invited me. And I will admit, it was very pleasant. As much as I'm making fun of it. No, I'm sure it is. But it is th- those people. It's exactly what you hear and you think in your mind. Yeah. That's totally what it is. And that's the problem is that I just don't gel with people like that. It's not I know. That I, I don't I know. look down on them. Yeah. I really don't. I mean, it may sound like that. It's just that I just don't relate to that. It's just not Absolutely. my thing. I have, I'll put it into um, marching band terms. Like, you know, when my kids were in marching band, you um, if you're remotely involved in the band as a parent, a lot of times you're going to be with the parents that are like super involved and they're usually yes. like richer people uh-huh. that are, um, they may do a lot of donations from their company to the band mm-hmm. to keep it going and stuff. And you, you tend to like rub elbows with these people and they're all super nice, but they're just talking about shit that I'll never be able to do. And quite frankly, it just makes me feel poor and ignorant. So I just stop. I, I just don't like to do that. <laughs> and, that's, and that's my anger. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I mean, I get it. I think you're. The circle, like they said, they're like, we've noticed that the happiest people are people. It's not about the money you have. It's about who is in the immediate vicinity of you. If you have a bunch of people that make the same amount as you, you're really happy. But if you make the, if you're around a rich bunch of people and you make the money you make, it makes you compare yourself to them. Hello there. now you're depressed. Hi there, Dan Ramirez. Come on. You've you've called? (laughs) Because you've just described (laughs) me perfectly. It's it's a complex thing. It's a... um, 
it's it's definitely a Dan thing. You know what I mean? It's an everyone. It's a human thing. I don't know. I, I could I could open up a whole like uh, different part of this podcast to like shit that's been going on in my head lately about complexes and stuff like that. But I won't do it. But let's just say that's kind of like a hot button for me. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you ever? Um, I know it's it's a. And this is the last question on it. Have you ever uh, gone to counseling? <laughs> for yourself, just you. I know <laughs> that was a combination of um, acai bowl, mouthful, laughing, and almost choking at the same time. Dude, that sounds. I'm sorry, but that sounds incredible, dude. It's it's incredible, but it's uh, it's now so taking over the podcast, and I'm having to constantly mute. All right, I'm about to order great. one. Screw it. Do it. Do it right now. All right, go ahead and tell your story about counseling. Um, I've been considering it. I'll say that there's really not a lot to this. It's just that I, I have been considering that. I feel like I'm at a point right now where I think I'm going through a midlife crisis. If I'm being honest with you, really, I'm at this weird point in my life right now where like my, I, I think maybe we all do this. I don't know. I, I, because it's like the first time I've done this, but like my youngest is now graduated. She's off to college and there's this weird like void where I'm like, who am I now? You know what I mean? Like, like we, we worked very hard to get her to this point and my son, of course, to this point, but like, I'm talking about my youngest because there's no more other kids to do this with is why I'm bringing her up. And it's like, where do I go from here? Now it's time to start working on me, working on us, meaning Gail and I. We've always sacrificed everything for these kids. And it's like we're at this weird point where it's like, okay, we need to start getting back to us again. And I need to start getting back to me again, her back to her again, all that and, you know, et cetera. But I I feel like there are some things that I need to work out in my in my uh, my head. And I am thinking about going to a counselor and talking to him. Really? I think it might improve like how i see life i feel like i've gotten a case of the bitters lately i will say that i it was it was i will say that it may it changed my life forever you went to counseling sure did you you don't go now no but i went for a two years i'm seriously considering going did you go uh without getting like off you know too off track did you do it within our employment a place of employment insurance? Uh, yes i okay. sure did i did it while it was during the time right the tail end of the word into the into Heroes of Noise. That's cool. I'm glad that you did it. I'm glad it worked out for you. Yeah, it was it was one of those things where like 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 they said that I, I thought I was okay, but they're like the good time to work on your car is when it doesn't break down, so that it doesn't break down. <laughs> Don't wait until it explodes. Yeah, I felt myself being way more edgy with people. Yeah, why did I snap <laughs> at that person? And I was just like, okay. I, f- I know because they're just like I found a lot of people saying are you okay and I'm like I'm Steve I'm normally all they're always like are you all right you good I'm like oh I need to go to counseling and for two years I went to counseling some sessions of which it felt like oh I'm doing great and apparently nothing happened and then the next week he will bring up something he's like you know you said something last week that it's not a normal thing you normally say so we want to we want to concentrate on that and I'm like man I'm so glad I'm here I wouldn't even clock that so yeah, it's it, it was wonderful, dude. Absolutely wonderful. Well, I've really been trying to like dance around this, but and I don't want to spend too much time on it. But I think I honestly, the timing of you asking this question and what you just said right now, this last sentence that you said, sort of plays into me answering you this, this question. And it's that I think last week I was not able to express myself in a way that I felt comfortable with. Um, whereas I felt like my feelings were valid on our show. I'm talking about on our show. I felt like uh, I came at you super hard last week and <clears throat> excuse me, 
quite frankly, I've been a little bit embarrassed about it the whole time. So this, I'm sorry, guys, this might not be the most entertaining show, but since we're, we're tapping into Dan's psyche, yeah, I felt like uh, I had valid feelings, but the way that they came out was sort of like, it's like, it's like people that don't talk about their problems. And then like you're saying, you know, the car broke down, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I should have sort of like pieced this out and done maintenance on, on said car, if you will, if we're going to speak in metaphors. And what happened was, is the car broke down and that's what came out of my mouth last week. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I shouldn't have gotten so pissed off about a concert, but at the same time, it was more than that, which we don't have to get into. It was just that the way that I handled that, I had to go back and listen. Like I rarely do that anymore, but I, I had to go back and kind of like listen to what I was saying. And I just heard this tone in my voice that I just, I'm, I hate, I'm embarrassed that it's out there. It's out there. I'm not going to take it off. I don't think I said anything that was too crazy, but yeah. if there was ever an episode where they're like, man, Jerry, like, are there any heroes of noise episodes where Dan's just being an absolute fucking asshole? I believe last, you know, episode 160 was that episode. So for that, I apologize. It's just, um, you know, there, there were some real feelings there that we don't really get a chance to talk much for some reason lately, like it's just not happening. We, we talked like literally, I think this is the first time I've talked to you in a week since the show. So I think I just built shit up and then it just all came out. And like, I had an expectation of how something was going to go and it didn't go. And I don't think I was like, I think we both could have like changed our tone a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it fucked me up a little bit. Getting back to what you're saying, I said, you know what? That's not me. And I think that it is, there's, it's like a, um, I think it's a culmination of a lot of things going on right now. And for people out there that uh, aren't aware of this, which should be like every single one of you, <laughs> literally, I actually reached out to Steve and I said, hey, man, you know, I really don't like the way that went down. I'm sorry. I forgot exactly what I said, but I basically apologized. And Steve was very cordial. And said, eh, it's just trying time or whatever. But I personally, I don't know if I would have said that. It's just that uh, I, I know that I need to um, I need to get some thoughts out. So, yeah, I think that I'm going to be going to counseling pretty soon. There's something going on with me, man. Like last, it was fog for a while. I don't know what it is. I think it's midlife crisis. It's my kid leaving. It's a whole bunch of shit going on. There's a lot of change in my life. So, yeah, I think I should probably stop talking about it because it's just, this is not going to be a fun show if I continue down this, this oh, no, road. It's, it, yeah. But at the same time, you tapped into something by asking me that question. Oh, dude, it's, it, it was a life. It was a, the funny thing is, it's funny how, because of me by myself, I wouldn't have gone. I started, uh, I went for the first time for marriage counseling. And then I stopped when I got a divorce. I'm like, I don't need it anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm good. Everything's kosher. And apparently, you know, as much as people don't want to say, um, yeah, uh, a, a person on the other side of things, your wife, your ex-wife wasn't the cause of all of your problems, Steve. You were the cause of some of your, her leaving did not make you magically, you know, you were, there were times where I was snappy and mean to her and I never, you know, we were mean to each other, but mean to each other means that I was mean to her too. So she was not the only problem. So when she left and I stopped going to counseling, there was still a problem there. And I just said, oh, since she's gone, my problem's gone. Yeah, I get that. That's not how it works. I get and it. so that's when I, you know, I ended up going back. But yeah, um, you're going to love it. I picked the, I'll, I'll text you the name of, uh, if you want a name, there's, there's one guy, I, I, another friend of mine. Ah, this is so weird. Last year, another friend of mine being like, hey, Steve, uh, you went to counseling, right? I'm like, yeah. What was your counselor's name? And you don't ask questions. You just, I just gave him the name. I didn't want to be like, why are you going to know? Hey, here he is. Done. Done and enjoy. And, and I talked to him recently. He's like, man, that guy was a, 
I but he I think he might have left. But hmm. if he didn't, uh, he was fantastic, man. That dude. Yeah, I've, he just he he was really good. But the person they give you off the jump on our place of work is going to be fine, dude. Whoever they just know. roll we'll the dice. I've heard some bad things about like it's oh. not so much that the people that are speaking to you are like poor at their at their career or their jobs. I should say it's that uh, you get like one a month. Oh Jesus. Yeah, that's how it is now. I don't know. It had something to do with COVID. Uh, I had or whatever, bi-weekly. I, yeah, I would need that for sure because I'm all fucked Every up other in the head. Week. And I'm, quite honestly, I've never really been opposed to counseling, but I have been apprehensive for the fact that I know I'm more fucked up than I think I am. And I'm not sure if I'm ready to like open up those channels. Yeah, I understand you know? that. Yeah, so, I understand. But I, I'm all clearly right. going through something right now. And I think quite honestly, and I've always been honest on this show to a point where People have even told me I've, I've said too much. You know what I mean? Or I've said there's just <laughs> really? things. Hey, you know what? It is what it is, man. You put okay. a microphone in front of me. I'm going to be myself. For the most part. Same with me. And um, this is just going to be one of those episodes, I think, where people maybe look back on it later and go, you know, he's doing better now. You know, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not ready for a breakdown, like a mental breakdown. But I think that I'm at a point in my life where I have a lot of stressors going on. And I'm not entirely sure how to handle these things. And mm-hmm. it's bleeding into the show. It's bleeding yeah. into my work. It's bleeding into my personal life. And it's like, it's time to do that. So it's weird that you asked me that question today. Maybe you asked me because you sensed I needed it, but it's definitely something that's uh, going to happen very soon because I got to like flip the script and get back to normal again. What I do like is that you're, I love your optimism because uh, I I I already know you're you're saying bare minimum you're living till ninety six midlife crisis bare minimum ninety six <laughs> I mean, is happening. Give me I love it. No, I, keep it there. Sure, that's good. Okay, that's a that's a you know now but ninety six if you're still you're gonna still be up and at them boy at ninety six you're gonna be able to tell people the things you've seen. I bet you you bringing up Dogecoin is gonna be like what <laughs> are you even what Dogecoin. I would pay money to see Dan at 96 telling these young people, be like, when I was young, Dogecoin. They'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? Or they might be like, shit, you got in early? That's pretty amazing. That's true. That could happen too. How is that going for you? It's fine. I mean, like, there's people that are freaking out. They're freaking out like because like the 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 crypto market is so volatile right now, and it's like Bitcoin's down, uh, everything's down right now, right? Is Ethereum down? Ethereum's down. You name it. They're all down right now. Now, I'm not going to get into the crypto corner news, but I know like I think it was like El Salvador. Was it yesterday that I read that? I think it's El Salvador, but I could be wrong about that. They have actually legalized it as legal tender. Hey. So that's saying something. I know everyone's all mad at Elon Musk right now. And I, honestly, I don't base my my uh, I've made jokes like, oh, he's going to make me rich one day or something. But I don't base my life on what the fuck Elon Musk says. He's an interesting dude, man. Yeah. I noticed that there was a trend at first when he would tweet something hey look what happens the this this cheap little shit coin i bought like shoots up and then it goes back down again or whatever but i think that that's kind of going by the wayside but people are like freaking out like oh my god it's not doing anything it's just going sideways listen people you have to remember that in march it was like seven cents and we're at like 34 cents right now that's That's, huge it's huge i mean it's not obviously bitcoin money or anything like that or ethereum what have you but this is just the beginning, and I'm I'm totally fine with leaving it there. Like I said from the beginning, I didn't put money in there that I that if I lost it, I would be destitute. Or, yes. So yes. it's just there, right? And I've already taken my profits, and I'm just letting this happen. If nothing happens, fantastic. I take that money. If it goes away, fantastic. Whatever. That's it. Sucks, but like I'm fine. Nothing changes in my life. Gee, look, that's that's the way to think about it. 
That's the way to think about it. You've always thought about it exactly like that. You're like, I didn't put too much where it's going to bother no, me. No, that's why you're, it's so easy for you to be like, whatever, because you did it wisely. Yeah, I've seen people on Twitter talking about, and I think some of it's like uh, bots and stuff like that too. Oh yeah, but there have been people like, I hate you, Elon Musk. I put my uh, my you know all of my life savings into this and blah blah. blah. That's not Elon Musk's fault. That's your dumbass you fault. That? Yes. And, and people need to take responsibility for themselves, you know? Also, if you're 20 years old and you put your whole life saving, you'll be fine. Just calm down. Just you're, calm the hell down. Everyone thinks you're so you're, old at 20 in your exactly 20s. And I hate to sound bro. belittling, but like if you're in your 20s, enjoy your youth because you're young as shit right now. Trust me oh, when I say dude. this. You'll probably get annoyed when you're like at work or something. You're like turning 26 and you're like, oh man, I'm getting old. And then the dude that's like 40 something goes, hey, you think you're old? You just, you know, I get that because I've been in both positions before, but you're young as fuck. Enjoy your youth. Dude, it, it's such it's such a true statement that the youth is wasted on the young. It's so true, dude. It is. Because <laughs> when we get older, we're like, oh, dang on it. <laughs> if only I could do it. But anyway, I know we have some... uh wonderful contact information that people are going to be wanting to talk to both of us send in some information send in some uh cool book suggestions some podcast suggestions ladies and gentlemen enough of the self-help and uh dan's gonna be okay stuff i promise all right dan's gonna be just fine let's talk about some stuff that we normally do here i kind of like self-help you know what i'm saying is that, is that a masturbation joke <laughs> See, normally I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm just like, I'm a little fucked up right now. So. <laughs> you're like, let me get this straight. <laughs> the, the one masturbation joker. Oh, dude. You're going to hear this. This episode is going to be from Steve Hudson. Real quick. I'm sitting there. I'm playing at the church and uh, the bass player, super like, re- I mean, nice guy. He said, hey, um, I saw you got a podcast. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I'm against the, I'm against the, I'm up against the ropes this week, people. I'm sorry. And I said, I said, oh, you listen. I said, hey, man, I'm not. I'm a different person. He's like, hey, no judgment. So for him to say no, I was like, well, good, good. He, please he's like, tell me it's not because of episode 160. No, he's like, I started from the beginning. I was like, oh, he oh, then we're gotten. fine. We're fine. No, I don't care about any of the that. Baba Duke, dude. I'm like, uh, oh, I'm gonna get fired. <laughs> My, I'm ready. I'm like, okay, the pastor's going to be pulling me in yesterday. I'm done. Okay, it's been fun. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, for anyone listening out there that's, uh, you know, scouting Steve, it's always me if you haven't noticed. So, Oh, wrong. Babadook was a lot of me. Dude, your filthiest is still innocent. You know what I'm saying? I actually say all the things that you're like insinuating. That's not good. Oh, that, maybe well, that makes a- you look bad. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Um, it has been proven, no question, scientific studies, the people who swear are smarter. <laughs> it's over. I looked it up. It, it's totally true. And I'm like, so that's why I told Belle whenever she's like, oh, now she's just like, oh, cool. I can just talk the way I talk. I'm like, yeah, because it legit means you're smart. Smarter people curse. It's proven the end. So I'm like, just, I'm just in such a habit. I don't. I tell her, I'm like, hey, let your, don't trip. And so she's like, I'll say what I want. And she does. Fine. Mm. Perfect. I'm telling you, dude, that entire episode, just I just cringed all the way through it. I'm being honest with you. Every single person out there listening, like I was just a dick and I apologize for it, but I couldn't listen to that episode. Like I, I did. Mm. Like if I was just to listen to it just to just for the fun of it, I wouldn't have been able to do it. I listened to it because I wanted to see how far down the asshole rabbit hole I fell. And 
I'm pretty I'm pretty embarrassed about it, dude. I think it's fucking with my mood right now, too, because I haven't really talked to you since then. <laughs> but oof, just ugly. Like, I, I just I apologize. People, I don't like yeah. to apologize about shit on the show. Like, I should feel free. Someone once told me don't apologize for anything on a podcast. And I tend to agree with that. But in this case, I am just disgusted with my behavior last week. And by the way, I think I say the F word enough. I do. The, the amount of times it came up is just gross, dude. Just ugly. I'm very sorry, people. Seriously. I will also say this, man. I don't agree with that sentiment. If I say something wrong to you on the podcast, it doesn't matter if it's on the podcast. I will apologize. I will apologize to someone. No matter what in life, however, even if you text, if you call people, in my opinion, make sure you're positive because life is so short. You don't know if that person is going to be here tomorrow. And is that the way you want to leave things? Really? Just apologize. It's fine. Anyway, go on. All right. Now let's make it all wacky with some funny, funny music. Hey, blank, blank. Whatever happened? to that song which one the uh, the original uh, 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 uh. okay it's gonna be really contrasty but just for you steve <laughs> this is i can't <laughs> i can't you know i'm just gonna lean into the rest of the show until we get into the reviews ladies and gentlemen this is how it goes down i can't play wacky music today i'm just my head's all fucked up if you want to get a hold of the show hit us up at heroes of noise podcast at gmail.com you can reach us at twitter at heroes of noise steve at se underscore hudson music and myself dan at dan q public uh, you can go to www.heroesofnoise.com and there you can leave us a voicemail. You can get, you can subscribe to all of our shows here. Every single one of them, they're all on there. Uh, you can have links to other, like our friends of the show. You can go and check out their podcast. All the stuff I tell you each week, it's all there. I just couldn't put the wacky music behind it. I'm not in the wacky music mood. I need to flip it and this is where I do it. So let's do some reviews. Let's do it. All right, man. So like, uh, I think we watched two of the same, like we watched two things separately and then two things quote unquote together. Shall we do the separate ones first? Yes, because one of the ones we watched together, I am going to be raving like a lunatic. Okay. All right. I think I know what it is. Um, (laughs) Well, go ahead and go with yours, man, because I've I've actually, I've seen about 15 minutes of the first episode and I turned it off because I had to, and I haven't gone back to it yet. So let's hear about gangs of London. Dude, listen, Dan, (laughs) (laughs) here's the funny thing. I've been watching a bunch of stuff. That in my brain, I'm like, Dan would love this. Like, this is a Dan show. Now, it's a me show, too, but it's a very huge show. Like, a lot of, like, fights that are gruesome for no reason. Like, this is real, actual. If someone gets stuck by a a bottle, it, like, you know, jacks them up and blood squirts everywhere. But it, Gangs of London is a... Um, the reason that I'm just talking about it is because it's on, it was on AMC plus and I thought things on AMC plus were also on AMC because in, in my brain, I'm like, well, I have shutter. Maybe it, no, it does not work like that. So I'm just now getting uh, into it. And the overview is this, the city Actually, of London. That's, that's where the plus comes in though, man. That's true. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. You, you were saying. <laughs> the city of London is being torn apart by the turbulent power struggles of international gangs that control it. And suddenly, the sudden power vacuum that, cr- that it creates when the head of London's most powerful crime family is assassinated. Now, I don't like that they actually gave you that. <laughs> because the goal is for you not to know that the head is assassinated because it's kind of a surprise in the first episode. But. When a, a power vacuum happens and a very powerful person is taken down, now that powerful person's family is fighting for, be like, hey, just because he's gone doesn't mean that we're all not as tough. And people are realizing, uh, it kind of does. 
because that dude would kill for no reason. And you guys have, you know, emotions and heart. So you guys can't do what he did. It is fantastic. There's even an, a dope African crew that don't use guns. They pull out these machetes. Oh, shit. And just go to work on people. Keep it real. Keep it. I'm like, oh, that's when you just want to just be like, no, killing has to be intimate. So they pull out these gorgeous gold machetes and like f- they just go room to room and just hack people up. And I'm like, oh, this is a guy you don't want to um, don't want to <laughs> run into. It's fantastic, dude. I love it. Now, I will say this. I still am partial to Snowfall in this segment of shows. And I'm partial to so Snowfall because of Damson Idris. This, that's it. I think he's he is a freaking star. He's a gem. He is a star. I can just watch him. But as a show in general, uh, Gangs of London is like a movie every time you're watching an episode. It's a movie on screen. And so I'm going to rate it. I'm going to give Gangs of, Gangs of London three out of five severed hands. All right. The only thing that I could, I, like I said, I watched like I think it was 15 minutes of it. So for the 15 minutes I saw, Steve, I'll go ahead and give it a, uh, would you give it three out of five? Yes. Yeah. I think I'm right there too. It was three out of five uh, burning people off of buildings. Dude. Holy <laughs> crap. You want right? to start a show off and get some attention. <laughs> right off the bat. I was like, cause I was doing the Steve thing where I was folding clothes mm-hmm. and I said, these clothes are going to have to go ahead and, uh, Wait after that. See, I did not expect that. Like AMC, this is a um a hard R, right? Oh yeah. It's it's a hard like this AMC is like, no, 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 no. This isn't this is a hard R a show. So that burning scene, I was like, Jesus Christ. I've never seen anything like that, bro. Anything like that. Except Can you imagine for, how that would smell? Oh my god, dude. Can you imagine? Or how that would feel. He pled, bro. Yeah. Yeah, you want to talk about some mean people? This is a show to watch, man. Heartless sons of bitches. Oh, dude, good show. What I could never got, be a gangster, dude. I don't think I could. Oh, I don't I think, think I could do that. You could be a. You could be a boss. I could be a boss. I could. Like, I could just don't show me. Go handle you. this. Like, just if, don't like, tell me what you do. One of your henchmen come in, be like, "Hey, I'll prove I killed him." Here's the head in the box. You'd be like, "Oh, great. I'm good. I, you just ruined my lunch. Take this acai bowl out." I would be I'm the done. worst boss ever. <laughs> no, I'm dude. good. It's all honor system. I'm sure you did just fine. Give him a slap on the hand, and when he comes back, he's like, "Oh, you meant an actual?" Sl- yeah, a slap <laughs> on. <laughs> I mean, come on. Do I really need a head in the box right now? What am I going to do with this? I got no place for this. You see all the collectibles I have in this room? I haven't even put those up. Now you want me to put a bloody head up? Come on. Exactly. They come in and be like, "We lost a billion dollars." You're like, "Shh, shh, shh, shh." It hasn't gone to commercial yet. You'd be like, "Oh, he's watching TV. We can't even tell." <laughs> shh, shh, hold on. Like, guys, I don't even have room for my Star Wars figures, and you want me to put a severed head up on the wall? I don't think so. You'd be the best. It would be the crime boss that they're like, "Hey, do you want to start? Do you want to go after these crime bosses? This crime boss, the police force would be like, "No, he's no. He's, he's going to regulate himself." Yeah, he's fine. He uh, puts himself in timeout. He's good. Yeah, he he checks himself. <laughs> He apologizes and everything. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have done that. Sorry for your family. Yeah, be like he turns himself in once a week, and I have to tell him to leave. Jesus He's Christ! Fine. If I if that's that's a show right there, someone write that show for me. I'll be that guy, the reluctant dude, mob boss with a conscience. Oh, yeah. that what do we do, dude? That is actually a show. We you do know that you just pitched a show. You hear like the 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 cell. Oh, dude! I bet you're wondering how I got here. 
<laughs> it is. T- you know, it's funny. It's very close to analyze this. Where yeah, all of a totally. He's like I have emotion. Mind you, underrated movie. Neurotic anyway, mob on. bosses. Oh, it's so good. What do you got, man? So this is something that I watched a while back because we, like I said before, we get screeners so far in advance. Mm-hmm. And I came home one night. And Gail had watched this and she's like, you got to watch this show. I I love it. I'm like four episodes in, which is where I'm at right now. I'm four episodes in. Anyway, what I'm talking about is the Netflix series Sweet Tooth. Mm -hmm. Sweet Tooth is an American fantasy drama streaming television series. That's a lot right there. Based on the comic book of the same name by Jeff, I think it's Lemire. The series was developed by Jim Mickle for Netflix that premiered on June 4th, 2021. And this is what it's about. Ten years ago, the Great Crumble wreaked havoc on the world and led to the mysterious emergence of hybrid babies, Steve, born part human, part animal. You might get a little reluctant right here, but I don't, well, I can't say there's not animal heads either. So, you know, hey, bro. proceed with caution. Unsure if hybrids are the cause or the result of the virus, many humans fear them and hunt them. After a decade of living safely in his secluded forest home, a sheltered hybrid deer boy named Gus, played by Christian Convery, unexpectedly befriends a wandering loner named Jippard. Jeopard, rather, not played by Nonzo Anazi. Do you know who that is? I do not. Big dude, man. He's a big guy. He could. He's like John Coffee Big. You know what I mean? Oh, he's a big Michael dude. Michael Duncan. He's a big dude. Together, they set out on an extraordinary adventure across what is left of America in search of answers about Gus's origins, Jeopard's past, and the true meaning of home. But their story is full of unexpected allies and enemies, and Gus quickly learns the lush, dangerous world outside the forest is more complex than he could have ever imagined. And now let's just kind of talk about the quality of the show and if it's worth watching. And the answer to both of these things is they're excellent. Like uh, it's it's a very well written show. It's very interesting. It's um, it's a family show that you can watch. There's hints of violence in there because it is a post apocalyptic world, you know. But the kid that they have playing the what's his name, uh, Christian Convery, the kid playing Gus, yes. is a little star. And it starts That's off, awesome. yeah. I mean, like I've, I've basically given you the premise, but the way it starts off, it's like most apocalyptic shows where you see humans dying out, mm-hmm. and basically it becomes a you know, like let, let's just take like say Walking Dead for instance. You know, once yes. the apocalypse kicks in, humans tend to be the worst people out there, right? Uh, it's normal, yeah. Right, and that's, yeah, it's normal, really. I mean, we just get worse. That's really what this focuses on. So this kid, he's living with his dad, who is played by uh, oh god, why am I thinking? Uh, uh, Will Forte. I don't know why the name wouldn't come to me. Hey, Will Forte. Yeah, but he's only in one episode. Spoilers. Oh. He's, it just shows how his, you know, he was a good man and he knew that it wasn't, or at least he felt that it wasn't um, the emergence of these hybrid babies that was causing all the death of everybody. So he takes his kid and he goes into seclusion. And he hides out in the mountains somewhere and he raises his kid for 10 years, basically sheltering him from the outside world. Teaching him literature, but literature, according to him, you know, for things that he couldn't, because there's really no place. You can't take your kid to the library unless you're risking a certain death, you know, or being hunted or whatever. So he would like recreate stories or to the best of his recollection and like try and like the Velveteen Rabbit and things like that and like telling Mm -hmm. me stories. And so his kid grew up in this weird, like, I don't want to call it like a utopia, but he was just so far removed from everything that he's he's as innocent as they come. So. When they get sick, it's called the sick. They get the sick. And uh, it's because it's the first episode. I have no like problem telling you that his dad does get the sick, which leaves him to like to fend for himself for what I'm assuming is he describes it as all the seasons. So let's just say the better part of a year okay. until he meets this loner guy, <clears throat> excuse me, played by Nonzo and Anansi, Tommy Jeppard. And he's just like I say, he's just this massive guy. There is a backstory to him as they, you know, this, this happens in series like this, but he befriends him and. The whole 
from what I can see so far, I'm only four episodes and I'm almost, yeah, I'm on the fifth episode actually, but I haven't started it yet. This kid has these memories that his dad left him. And I don't know if this is fictitious, you know, because he does tell him some things to kind of make the world to kind of like better explain the world without actually having to explain the world. You know, you have a kid that's it's like if you had a uh, let's put him in like a a little aquarium, you know, now we're giants. It's like that's that's his world right there. Right. So he doesn't really need to explain much outside of that aquarium because he in in, uh, his dad's head, he's probably never, ever going to get there anyway. Yes. So it's him kind of dealing with what his dad has told him versus what the real world's like and his dad gave him some you know he had like some pictures and stuff he talks about his mom or at least who we think might be his mom and he, he definitely thinks is his mom is somewhere in Colorado so once this kid's dad dies he has to leave his little safe haven and go out into the real world and cross the country basically to go to Colorado to see if he can find his mom and the truth and everything like that and that's really what it's about but along the way you know there there's these people that are called the uh, Oh, God, what were they called? The last men, I think is what it is. Those are the bad guys, you know, and they're the ones that hunt them. You got to be careful because yeah. if they any they'll just shoot you on sight because the thing with these hybrids is that they're all feral and they don't talk. They don't have clothing, anything like that. They just run wild and and which makes them even more like uh, makes the humans even more afraid of them. You know what I mean? But this kid speaks eloquently, at least for you know, for the, the, uh, education that he's had, he dresses, he has opinions and he's cute and all that stuff. So it's like a completely different ball game with this one. But along the way, they meet up with these people that are called the animal army who are like uh, sympathizers to hybrids. And then a whole thing goes on with them. And that's where I'm at right now. I'm at the point where they have met with these hybrids and something crazy happens. And now the story's changing yet again. I have seen some people post things about the whole series saying that it's fantastic. And then, and I have no reason to think that it really isn't going to be because from everything that I've seen so far, it's just a very well put together series. There's enough reality put into it where the fantasy doesn't like overtake it. And it just seems like you're just in a, you know, a post-apocalyptic world or an alternate world where this thing could totally be plausible. And it's uh, the way that it plays out. It's, um, it's a very good watch, man. Like, I don't ever find myself being bored when I watch these episodes. Oh, and by the way, Steve, it's produced by Susan and Robert Downey, as in Junior. I think he's going, this might be where his uh, where he goes next. He's just going to be interested in production. You know, after seeing how much money the people who produced Avengers is, he probably is like, you know what? I need to be doing that. There's some coin in that, I'm sure. Yeah, there might, there might be some money there. Yeah. But you know what? I'll just keep it short and sweet. I like this show. I think it's worth a watch. And I will go ahead and give this show, uh, just because I'm only four episodes on the fifth episode in, I'm going to go ahead and give it, um, I'll give it three out of five Velveteen Rabbits. I will check it out. It's worth watching. I think you would dig it, Steve. I'm in. I was going to like suggest it to you, but I, I know sometimes you like take a while to get to it. So I said, I'll just tell him about it. And if he likes it, cool. If not, oh, well. Oh, I'm in, dude. What are you talking about? All right. Yes, Let's sir. move so along. We've watched a few things together. We have. At least two. I'm almost sure we watched a third, too. We'll figure it out on the way. All right, let's do it. All right, what do you want to go with first? Let's go with The Conjuring first. Okie (laughs) dokie. Let's see where we land on this one, okay? All right. So The Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It. Or is it made? Yeah. The The Devil devil Made made Me Do It. Okay, so um, what happened in this movie, ladies and gentlemen, if you're thinking about turning this on? They have put this, this... this series on autopilot now. Yes. It is an autopilot movie because by the end of the movie, I kind of was just like, wait, what now? What happened? <laughs> who did? Who? What, how? 
Like, this was a fairly convoluted movie, dude. Like, you really had to stay on your game to be like, okay, is this how demons work now? Did you have trouble following the stories in the in the way of, like, you're picking up your phone and shit like that? No, I had I had a problem following, like, when I'm sitting here being like, okay, this demon can do this. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, the rules changed. You're saying that this demon can now, like, uh, you know, you can make deals with these things and they'll adhere to the deals. I'm like, will they now? The very definition of demon is like liar. And that's where I was just like, this, this is a really weird. But again, when they say based off true stories, we have to understand that the Warrens were charlatans. Oh, for sure. Total charlatans. So this whole thing, me trying to put in, uh, I think that's what makes it difficult for me with the movies is because they're like, let's put some truth into it. Well, once you try to put truth into it, it all falls apart because none of this is tangible. All of it is ridiculous. So I thought at the end of the movie, I was like, it was just fine. If I would have gone to the theater to see this and paid money, I would have been a little bit annoyed. I didn't even know that it was on HBO Max. I was prepared to go to the theater to see this because I've seen all the other ones. And uh, I'm really glad I stayed home. (laughs) I could leave the review right there if you want. That's my, I I just, the thing is, there's not much. I mean, I will say Vera Farmiga as normal destroys. She is a destruction zone. Everything she's in, she has, you know, she has just the, the pool. She has the, that thing that's like, Oh, she's a star. She's a total star. So I love her. And I love Patrick Wilson. It's just, is he the one that you called the poor man's Chris Pratt? I didn't say the poor man's Chris Pratt. Yeah, you did a long time ago. Was that the guy? I mean, mean. well, that's totally him. Right. So that's what, that's what you call. Well, I, because my (laughs) thing is, I think he was what Chris, he is what Chris Pratt is. Like he was supposed to be him. No question. I wish he was him. (laughs) I wish Patrick Wilson was Chris Pratt. Because he just has way more screen presence to me. He does, I but I don't know if he has off. the comedic timing. No, that's just it. He couldn't pull off Guardians. Guardians would have been way more serious. Right. It would have been way He's more He's a little serious. too serious. I mean, that really shows in Watchmen. Pretty much oh, anything yeah. that, that Patrick Wilson is in. I like him. I think he's a fine actor, but he's definitely not doing comedy anytime soon. And he has the face for comedy. That's the weird part. He has the face where he could be, the, he could be a funny, but I just don't think that's where he leans. Uh, but again, it was the movie was fine. <laughs> it was fine. Like, I mean, I'll I'll rate it. I'm like this is a two point five. No, no, no. I would say it, this is a two out of five meaningless pendants. I don't have a lot to say about this one. I sat and watched it, and I will like back it with saying that I've pretty much seen every movie in the conjuring universe so far. Mm -hmm. I almost went, I'm glad I didn't really, because it's not necessary, but I almost went back and just went like Avengers style. I'm going to watch them in the order they're supposed to be watched. And it's not necessary. You don't need to do that. No, I think this is out of the uh, three conjuring movies that there are right now. This is by far the worst one. Yes. It's, um, I don't even know if it's a fine movie, Steve, to be honest with you, because I think that a lot of times, (laughs) like I really wanted, I like horror and I wanted to watch this and I'm, I'm not opposed to the Conjuring series, but I just wasn't buying it. And I think mm-hmm. that, you know, you're right. They were charlatans, but I feel like 
the more we stay in the con, like the actual conjuring story, not necessarily the conjuring universe where you have the nun and, and uh, mm-hmm. curse of La Llorona and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think that it's going to a way where it could be defined as like Christian horror. Yes. It's playing very heavy on the Christian belief and which I'm not opposed to or anything like that, but I'm sort of seeing their agenda now. Yes. The whole occult part of it felt like pushed, like yes. it felt forced, if you will. It just didn't yes. feel like we even needed that. I, I I know you have to drive the story with some form of an antagonist and a source of the antagonism, but it just didn't seem like it really needed. I don't know, man. I just felt like they just sat in a room and they went, fuck, I have no ideas. Let's uh, let's just pull some ideas from the subject hat. What do we got? We've got the occult. And we, you know what I mean? Like it was just like, yes. they just threw yes. this movie together. And I'm sorry mm-hmm. that this is going to be a very loose review, but this was the movie where I'm sitting there really trying to pay attention to it. And my phone just keeps rising up <laughs> and I just couldn't, I just couldn't get into the story. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, Vera Farmiga is great. Patrick Wilson is great, but even they weren't really turned on for this one. It felt phoned in. I can't even say it was like the uh, the lack of Ed Warren in the story because, you know, he something without getting into too many spoilers, he uh, something happens to him mm-hmm. right at the beginning of the movie that puts him pretty much like on the sidelines for the rest of the movie. He's there the entire time. He's just not doing his Ed Warren thing like he normally does in the movie. And so, you know, Lorraine Warren has to kind of like really carry the story. And uh, I don't know, man, I don't know if it was that. Like I never really thought these movies were fantastic to the point where they're they're the best one of the best horror series that exist. I don't think that's the case at all. But I do think it is like pretty solid. You know, what I mean, they've built yeah. this many movies so far. It's it's yes. definitely significant. I just feel like this one, when you have that many movies coming out all based around the same thing, eventually you're going to fall flat. Totally. And I think that of all the movies in the Conjuring universe so far, I would have to say that this one, along with La Llorona and uh, The Nun, were probably like the weakest. Basically, mm-hmm. what I'm saying is if you like The Conjuring, watch, watch The Conjuring 1 and 2. Yes. Go back to Conjuring 2, which I think is a better movie. Yes. So, yeah, I, I mean, I just don't have anything to say. I think the plot was kind of lame. The explanation of like uh, placed totems and things like that just Listen, seemed forced. Man. I already knew what was happening with the, you know, the main, the occultist, as as she's called in this. I just... There was nothing about this movie that I will ever go back, like want to go back and watch it again. So I'm sorry. It's like a very vague review. I promise I watched it. It just doesn't really feel like I did. So I I did not enjoy this movie whatsoever. I'm going to go ahead and give it like a 1.5 out of five witch totems. That's fair. That is just not a good movie. Total. Yeah, totally fair. Terrible review, but totally fair. I'm telling you. Don't. Yeah. If you can see it for free, see it for free, but have something else going on. Yeah, because you otherwise you'll say I wasted some time. No, I mean, if you want to be like, you know, you're into completion. I get it. You want to have the whole thing under your belt. Then you got to watch it, which is kind of where I'm at. Like, I, even if we weren't talking about it, I would have watched this movie because I've seen all of the other ones. But since I, it was one of the few things I watched this week, I had to bring it up. But I just have nothing, nothing kind to say. I just think it was a piss poor movie. And I just talked about the unholy. <laughs> I think I would watch the unholy again before I watch this one. Jesus. Oh, yeah, that's man. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that yet. I would rather see Jeffrey Dean Morgan do a piss poor job in a movie than watch The Conjuring 2 again. I just thought it was lame. That's a fair review. It's not kind. It's just the truth. Now. <laughs> what else? What did we watch together, Dan? Not together, but we both watched. Ah, Steve, you know the answer, but these folks don't, and they probably do, actually. Let's talk about Disney Plus's brand new series, Loki. We've been anticipating this one for a while, dude. It hit last Wednesday and uh, 
I will say this without saying much. I was pleasantly surprised. I'll just start there. You know, it's really hard to base like like I've seen people go, oh, this is the best one so far out of all three, meaning WandaVision and, and, and uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I can't say that, man. It was it was like 56 minutes long. But what I will say is I like the approach they're taking with this one where, see, I like all the all the old MCU references, you know, and, uh-huh. and uh, one thing that I absolutely love in a show, if it's done right, is time travel or time jumping, things like that. And this particular episode, episode one is like chock full of this kind of stuff. It's right up my freaking alley, man. And Tom Hiddleston so far is killing it in this. And it's also got Owen Wilson in it, who is another person that I always say, hey, I could take him or leave him. But usually when he when he like does a solid performance, I'm like, glad he was there. Yes. That's happening too, man. So what this is about, I'm going to try and break this down without really doing yeah. any spoilers. Uh, if you've seen Endgame, we can even go back to the Avengers, but let's talk about Endgame. Because in Endgame, they do a time jump and it's the part where they're about to uh, access the Tesseract and they have Loki as prisoner and they don't, they don't let the Hulk go down the elevator. You know, the part I'm talking about. So he gets pissed off and he knocks Tony down. Anyway, if you recall an end game, he ends up disappearing. So basically where this takes off or where this starts from is when Loki disappears during the time jump in Endgame. And what's going on with this show is that basically Loki has done something to where he has upset the sacred timeline. And because of this, he has been taken by these people that are called the Minutemen who work for the Time Variance Authority, which is basically this agency that work for these people called the Timekeepers who have basically reorganized the multiverse into one timeline. They had all this mass destruction where it was like this multiverse war, mass destruction. The Timekeepers come in and they reorganize the timeline, the multiverse rather, into like one timeline. So if you stray from that, and it could be anything from just as they put it, being late for work or trying to start a revolution or something like that, you're going to stray from this timeline and this is where the Time Variance Authority gets involved. They capture Loki. I'm not going to give you all the details of what happens here, but basically this is going to be a show now where, and I'm not definitely not going to give you like the, the very end thing of like, oh, so this is where the show is going. But what this show to me is turning into is going to be like a cop show, like a time cop kind of show thing. I'm all for this shit, dude. I watched it twice. Uh, I'm not going to rate it just yet. I want to talk about it a little bit, but I can tell you that I very much enjoyed this, and I'm curious what you think. I will say this, Dan. I'm calling it now. This is going to be the best MCU show. I was saving that, Steve, but yes, that's exactly how I feel. And it will not be close. WandaVision has zero shot. Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, zero shot. (laughs) Loki is going to be the best MCU TV show, period. Off the first episode alone, it's over. I was like, I want more now at this moment. I believed him. Like when he was breaking, when they had this conversation, sometimes it could be kind of hokey, but the way they were interacting, because a lot of this, like more than I thought this episode was um, Owen Wilson and and uh, Hiddleston just talking, talking and Owen Wilson doing his thing. It's just, I said, you know what? I I think the point at which I realized that this is going to be better than any other MCU show is there's a scene and I am not going to ruin. This is very important. There's a scene of, um, Loki seeing something that happens in a timeline. Mm-hmm. And I always wondered, hey, how are they going to make this show? And the way they just tied it up in five seconds. 
just brilliant. Feige never, ever disappoints, dude. Like, never <laughs> it's just crazy. He's like, and I it, got this. Don't worry about it. Don't you worry about how it's going to get there. Let me handle that. Just dude. enjoy yourselves. Dude, it is. It, okay, I'm going to go. I, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If it stays at this level, if it stays this good, it is going to, it's not only going to be better than the other shows, it's going to put them to shame because it's going to be a, a situation of now there's a level you have to have. Now there's a certain benchmark to hit because Loki is so, the, the, the idea is so high and to be able to write around that idea to make it tangible to us is so good. You have to be, because if I tried to explain the idea of this show to someone else, they'd leave being like, I don't even know what the hell he just said. Time about something about jumping times. I don't know. But they were able to give it to us. And I understand what's happening. It's, I even understand the whole um the corporate thing that they have going on, the office people. And it's just beautiful. It's beautiful. No question. Best MCU show that they have. I'm calling it right now, Dan. It's over. Totally agree with you. I don't think that that necessarily means that the other two shows are bad though, or that they're going to be put to shame. But if you have to do some type of a ranking, for sure, this is the one. And, And I say that based on the fact that when it comes to, well, I'll say what I was going to say, and then I'm going to ask you a question. So I like the MCU when it comes to like uh, more of the comic-y stuff. Don't get me wrong. I liked like, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier, but it tends to lean a little more towards real, like reality, if you will, versus something like, say, WandaVision, where you have, you know, magic and all that kind of stuff. And for me, I get a little more excitement with the aliens and the magic and the special powers and all that kind of shit when it comes to the MCU. So this definitely fits into that category for me. So like if I had to like rank the shows off the bat, I agree with you. I think that this is going to be the best one. I would have to go WandaVision second and then Falcon and Winter Soldier third. And that's not taking away from Falcon and Winter Soldier. This is just my particular preference. You know what I'm saying? I'm curious what you think about that, because I know you're big on ranking things and you're big on comparing, you know, like you said, it's going to put the other two to shame. So if you had to rank them, what would you do? It would be Loki, WandaVision. Okay. Yeah. So we're on this. Now, if here's the thing, it's funny. I was talking to my mother and and, uh, we both were like, I would just love a Bucky show. (laughs) There's a lot to that character, man. There is so much. And it's just that suit. Anyway. Your mom watches WandaVision, all that stuff? Huh? Your mom watches all those shows? Yes, yeah. That's tight. She That's cool. just finished. Um, uh, what happened was she finished Falcon and Winter Soldier, but she had watched it right after Mandalorian. She heard her, she watched Mandalorian and she called me after the last episode. And she's like, oh, I can't even say it because some people haven't seen it. But she's like, I can't believe blank showed up at the end oh at this my point, god at this point if you haven't seen it it's just your damn fault like turn it she, off we <laughs> like, were losing on. our mind because i said i can't tell you what's going to happen on the last episode and so she said maybe falcon and winter soldier wasn't good because it just i just finished Mandalorian. i was like oh yeah you watched the wrong thing before watching falcon and winter soldier but now i will say if i watched the mandalorian which i loved and then immediately started loki perfectly fine Cause now I'm like, oh great! It's a double, it's a double feature of amazing shows. Where if I would have watched Mandalorian and gone into Wandavision or Mandalorian into Falcon, I would have been like, eh. 
This is a different story. This is different. This is different, bro. I think this is going to be a game changer. I think so, too. And, And like on top of it, too, I mean, maybe not everyone needs this and I don't necessarily need this, but it's nice to see the Avengers in it. It's related to the Avengers. I mean, all this other stuff is, too, but it's like after the fact or whatever. And this is like, well, like, I don't really want to say too much about it. But remember, there's time jumping involved. You know what I mean? So it's like you get to see some some familiar characters. It makes you wonder if you're going to be seeing them often. I'm not entirely sure how they're going to work this. I mean, like really what it is, is the final line of this first episode. You go, oh shit, I know what's happening now. And it just makes it that much more brilliant. But it doesn't mean that you're not going to, we're not going to get these. I'm not saying that like Chris Evans is going to come in and film something specifically for this movie or whatever, uh, Robert Downey Jr., whatever, what have you. But I have a feeling that we'll be seeing them because they're so, they're such a uh, significant part to Loki's story, at least from what we've seen so far. And there's a lot of little rights that need to be wrong, perhaps, or excuse me, wrongs that need to be righted or, or I'm not entirely sure how they're going to go about it, but I just feel like we're going to be seeing more of that, more Avenger type stuff, more Avenger related stuff, uh, going back to the movies, filling in questions we may have had from different movies along the way. This is the kind of show that could totally do that. I mean, the other ones could too, but this one just sort of seems like it's tailor made for it. It left me with little questions. And now that I've watched three series from Disney plus MCU related. I now I'm starting to wonder if it's all running together. And for instance, this is something that is just so insignificant. I doubt you caught this. Uh, I don't know if anyone caught this, but I know that they tend to play with like uh, themes and colors and things like that. Okay. So mm-hmm. do you remember the, uh, what is it called here? I actually wrote it down. Cause it's, it's, I just watched it. So I just want to make sure I'm saying the proper terms here, but it is like the, uh, it's that little time resetter thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? I thought I had it written down with the name of that, that little thing remote is. control thing, that little remote control thing yeah. that resets time. Yes. So when they, when they set that thing off, it creates, it has like a, I think it's like an orange colored smoke, but then it goes to like this purple, very familiar purple colored smoke that's in there. I don't think any of these two things are tied together, but I've, I'm, I've learned to not question the MCU. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they, yeah. they don't do this shit. Usually they don't do it on accident, but that particular color to the best of my knowledge is the same color that represented Agatha from WandaVision. And I know it's just like so simple, but think about all the Easter eggs that we found over time. You know what I mean? With these shows. So it probably has nothing to do with it. It was just one of the things I noticed. I was just going to kind of like point out some things that I saw on this one. And if anyone has uh, opinions on this or you want to hit me up in a private message or email or something like that, do it. I, I'm, I'm actually, uh, yes. you know, like I, I'm, I'm curious. I want to know where the temporal aura is going, why they bring that up. Um, I want to know why the timekeepers reorganize this multiverse into one timeline. Uh, I want to know, like what the significance, because there's one part where they go back to France. I'm not going to get into it, but they, there's a scene in France and um, Mobius M. Mobius or played by Owen Wilson. He's talking to this kid in this cathedral and the, the kid, he asks like something happens. I'm not going to say what happens, but he's like, what happened here? Something bad happened. I'll just say yes. that. And he's like, so what happened here and who caused it? And this kid points to this picture. It's a stained glass window and it's this demon or devil, if you will. So, like, is it a Mephisto thing? You know what I mean? Or because, you know, like they joked about Mephisto a lot on, on WandaVision. So are they bringing Mephisto into this now? Or is it something completely different? And the reason that I'm like wondering if it's something completely different is this kid gets handed the, the this devil, if you will, hands him a souvenir. I think it was gum. Is that what it was, Steve? Yes. And it's called Kablooey. You know, and these are just all these little things. I just want to know. It's the first episode. I'm not supposed to know any of this stuff. But it just I love the way they just they paint these little things. Like, why would a devil... Why would a devil hand a kid gum? 
called well, Kabul. Well, we know who the devil is. But we're on the same page about that, though, right? Is it is it Mephisto uh-huh. or is it this other person, which would make mm-hmm. a lot of sense if you see the picture and you kind of look at the and details. And they string you along because you're like, what's happening? And then at the, and then at the end, I love how, because uh, I'm thinking, I'm like, dude, this is going to be a crazy, insane whoever it is. And when they say who it is, I think back and I'm like, there is only one person that could do all that right now. And another thing this show does is really smart. Is I'm getting a little, I'm gonna get a little bit in the weeds here. It destigmatizes counseling, because that's essentially what happens in this episode. And it also shows that it it wants to find out who Loki is when he can't do any of his stuff. Who are you when you're just Yeah, when you're stripped you? down. When you're stripped down literally at one point. Yes, exactly. And I'm like, I love how he's like, oh, crap, I can't do my thing. Who am I then? And that's when you learn in in a little, he does a monologue explaining himself, and it was over for me. I'm like, well, I just saw the best MCU show. After that monologue, yep, it's over. Game over. Let's rock and roll. Let me tack onto that. Because, you know, we've seen these cool things that Loki's done throughout the the series, Mm -hmm. right? We're talking about Thor and everything. Could that have been one of the best Loki moments, period? No question. So far? No question. Yeah. Like, where was this before? I'm glad. See, that's what I love about the MCU, man. They take these characters. Now, Loki was significant. I mean, Loki's been around for a while and very, very popular. But like they did with Wanda, they brought her into the forefront. And they made her this badass character, Scarlet Witch. And I'm just wondering what they're going to do now. Like, is Loki... Because, we, you know, if if you're following the MCU, you know Loki's fate. So... I don't know how this is all going to work into it. If it's going to change things, it is time and you're not. And, and the timekeepers are supposed to make sure that things don't get out of control. But this is the MCU we're talking about. I, I don't anything. I really that. wish that we had someone that was like a really strong authority on, on uh, yes. Loki right now, because I have questions and I don't know how to present these questions really to you. I would rather someone go, Oh yeah. And like, I can play like, I like listening to podcasts and they're talking about this shit. And I'm like, oh, that's what I was trying to say. Yes. You know, <laughs> yes. I'm not there. I've never from like from day one, I've always said I'm not when it comes to like the comics, I'm not strong in the MC into the Marvel universe, I should say. And um, so I have questions, you know, but I know that there are some podcasts that can answer these questions. And I look forward to listening to them. Um, oh, one thing I did like, by the way, was the inter- like the little the little nod to D.B. Cooper. I did. Yeah, that was so funny. And it makes me wonder when they did that much like time travel shows. Are we going to see a lot of that? In the future, you know what I mean? Or the past for that matter. depends on what we're talking about. But like just where, oh, well, you're responsible for that. I love all of that shit. It's it's a perp. The way that they because there's only one way and I can't even. Nope, that's a spoiler, too. Um, There's only one way that he lives and it sucks because he's alone now because otherwise he does die. Right. We know that. Right. And it's just such a bummer. And I love how they showed Thor being like, uh, you know, in another life, we could have been like, I, I do love you, man. But Thor is also like, but you're just trouble. <laughs> you cause so much trouble. So it kind of goes I with the do. title, dude. I'm like, God of it's, mischief. Exactly. But he's just like, man, I know you could tell how Thor is just like, I wish that we could be like a partner in crime. But Thor understands that it can never happen. And seeing Loki understand that and knowing why, knowing that oh, Loki understands himself. Again, I, I sat and just thought about this show like for five minutes after it went off. And I was like, dude, this makes so. And the thing is, 
a lot of I'm I'm sure because there's a lot of conversation on Twitter, but a lot of them say, who knows? Even if I've read all of the comics, the MCU is famous for being like, but we're going to do it this way. Right. This is where we're going. So even if you're like, oh, I read it, it doesn't matter. And that's why I'm, I'm glad because otherwise there'll be spoilers galore. No one can spoil it because they're writing a new thing. This is going to be a new thing. They, we now have a place where gods don't matter. By itself, that's a game changer. Gods don't matter here. That means whoever walks through those doors can't do anything. Yeah. That's a game changer, dude. When it comes to the TVA, so much doesn't matter. I mean, I, I won't really get into specifics. I know what you're thinking. That's a huge deal. Tesseract. Eh, no big deal. Being a god. Eh, so what? Does not matter. It Homeboy doesn't matter. Walk in there, purple and all, and be twisted around in time just like anybody else. That's insane, dude. I love all of the uh, side characters, too, that are in this agency that are playing off of Loki, like the the woman that plays Hunter B-15, who's the the initial person that captures him. Oh, dude. Loved I her love, uh, Wunmi uh, Masaku from uh, his house. Oh, okay. All right. I hadn't seen her because, in that. Yeah, we loved that movie, and he she killed it. His house. I don't think I Remember watched his house. that horror movie? No, I didn't see his house. You watched oh, it. Oh, dude. She was fantastic, man. Yeah, um, I, I just I think she's got great timing. I love the uh, there's this little device that they use that the uh, the Minutemen, as they're called, use where it's like uh, it controls like because what they say and it happens several times or they say it several times in the uh, episode is that time passes differently in the TVA and they make good use of that explanation or that example. They make a good example of what I'm trying to say. The other character I like, I didn't catch his name, but he's that that Asian uh, data guy. You know what I'm talking yes. about? He's just like this goofy comedic character. I think he's a great addition to it. His name's Eugene Cordero. Yes. Owen Wilson, though, is... Come on. I don't know what it is about him, man. Sometimes I just can't get down with him, and but th- he is in his bag. He's so far, for perfect. one episode, he is in his bag. The way... The lines that they give Mobius and Mobius to, like, get into Loki's head and really make him, like, go, oh, shit, <laughs> about certain things, it's fantastic. Oh, dude. And then there's just all this other stuff that I want to know that I'm not supposed to know yet. Like, for instance, did you give any thought when they're in that, let's just call it an elevator, and all those weird floor buttons? Like, where do those go? Like, yeah. why would they show us that? You know what I mean? Great question. Yeah. Like, and, I want to know but where here's all this the thing. Stuff. We know one thing that alleviated, because I was like, well, I wonder if it's the, no, no. When Owen Wilson said, this isn't magic. This is just science. I'm like, oh, because in my brain, I was looking at those numbers. I'm like, maybe there's some sort of you push it and you go to. No, no, this is just science here. And I'm like, oh, well, that means it's a grounded thing. And that's it makes me even more so want to know where those floors go. What is it then? And it's like it almost makes you think it's just another corporate office handling corporate business just like this floor does. Remember, he went to another random floor. Yeah. And he's like, that's the floor I'll let you burn down. Yep. Done. It's just then, it's a corporate dude, world in the bigger scheme of things, in the bigger it. universe that we're not aware of. The time space continue, whatever it is, it's just business as usual there. You know what I mean? And it's like, and it's cool because they kind of give you a look at what this world consists of. There's a part yes. where right when uh, Loki's apprehended by Mobius and they're walking through this hallway, and he's like, Oh, go ahead, have a look. And he looks out the window and he just sees this whole world. And I'm so intrigued of what's gonna happen. And I hope I see more of this world. It's a pretty dope looking world. I want to know everything, dude. Like, I honestly, I don't know if there's a better franchise than the MCU. I got to be honest with you. Uh, and I will call it now. Let's timestamp it. I'm not going to give any uh, uh, spoilers, but uh, I'm going to say two people 
are the same person. Um, I agree with you. They do kind of touch on that at the end. Yeah. But it's I think it's the the better, you know, thing to think about is how did we get here? Does this person even know? No. Yeah. It's it's uh Oh, it's so good. Oh, if they do that, it's over, dude. It's over. I did notice that because I didn't listen to the reviews first, but I noticed like I'll get um MCU notifications from like YouTube reviews yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And several of them came up like I've seen the first two episodes and this is the greatest MCU series so far. Uh-huh. So I was really thinking that they were going to drop two at once. And I was like, oh, yeah, so sad. They got screeners. So sad. Yeah. Screeners. Oh, it's going to be so freaking good. Dude. I can get a lot I, of screeners, bro. But Disney's like, nope, not having it there. I've tried for every single MCU series so far. And they're like, nah. You're good. Just, just wait. <laughs> well, I know there's a certain show that one person gets the screeners and the other two co-hosts never do. So it's, it happens on, uh, apparently there's a, 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 there's a, there is a way to get them, but I just don't know how certain people are getting them and other people aren't. I think it's probably like, uh, let me look at your Twitter handle. How many followers Could do you be, have? And it doesn't matter how many fuck. Cause one person has more followers and he doesn't get them. Hmm. I assume it's you're talking weird. about, uh, uh, uh-huh. uh Yes. Slash. Uh-huh. Yeah, I figured. So it's, well, it's David Chen, right? Yeah. That's who you're getting. Well, David Chen works for Amazon, dude. He's got all the connections. Oh, snap! Yeah, that's why. I like that you're so cryptic. But yeah, you're talking about David Chen from the, from the Slash film wanna, cast. I didn't want to even pump them up. Ah, I mean, whatever. They've been around forever. They're not going anywhere. But like, like he, yeah, he works for Amazon. So of course he has all the connections for this. Thing. I didn't even think about that, G. Yeah. You work for Amazon. You got everything. Yeah, yeah and, and I would, uh, here's the thing. I am okay. And I'm not this guy. I am perfectly fine watching week to week. Well, when you told me that you like, you got, you went, oh, I forgot it was out. And then you like said, I'm going to get right on that. I'm thinking, oh, so he's going for it now. Before I know, I know that's a thing for you. You don't like getting left, (laughs) just left in suspense for a week. But I got to be honest with you. I think these work better that way. MCU just works better that way, dude. The Disney plus episodes. I like having to think about this shit. There's a lot to be thought about on this one. I'm going to yes. watch it again and look for yet more Easter eggs or whatever that I might not even know go to what, or I might not even recognize. But if I've got a good foundation of how this show works, this stuff will kind of like, I think the blanks will get filled in. You know what I mean? No question. And I love that. They, they also hint at Loki's uh, uh, like him thinking that he's superior to everyone. Why? Because the only reason that they could get a drop on him is because he thought he was the biggest thing on the planet. Yeah, we think gods are untouchable. Exactly. And the fact, so he never had a plan to even like, why would I have to look out? And now it's just like, wait, what? There's someone bigger than us. And also he had to watch someone on film bigger than him. Oh, it's going to be good, Dan. You know what I was thinking about? Like just the, the asshole critic in me was thinking about when they're showing these scenes, which I won't get into how they're showing them or why they're showing them. I'm like, you know, for just for like time documentation, they really are well shot. You know what I'm saying? I, I was thinking we're they're in nothing but science and they're still using real to real. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's what are we doing right goddamn now? Goddamn film studios <laughs> don't even use real to real. Yeah, anymore. I thought that was funny, but those are the little things that are that are kind of. I love it, dude. I, I like the scene where it's like um the guy's like uh please sign here to to indicate that this is everything that you've ever said. He's like what? He puts oh that was of, so good. He puts another piece of paper up there. Oh, sign this dude. one too. It's so, and that even let him know. But there were times where I thought that, like, I was invincible. Yeah, you're not. Yeah. You're not. You're not invisible. You, this place can see everything. And he, I mean, it must be blowing his mind. And mind you, 
when y'all see a certain scene, it is, I've and I've seen the movie a million times, but this scene and him watching him in this scene, it's horrifying. It's just horrifying, dude. Like, we forget how much anyway. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Yeah, go it's one of those scenes. This. It's one of those situations where Loki's like, you know, maybe I should just not talk. <laughs> you know, do I really need to be a smart ass right there? Probably not. No. <laughs> no, because he he realized there are things, not just one place or person. There are people and places bigger than him now. He never thought. Would he have ever imagined that this would happen? That he was watching on screen that a a thing could do this to him? Not at all, because. If you think about where, because it's weird, you know, it's all, it's very, uh, I'm going to borrow another, uh, I'm going to borrow a Doctor Who term. It's very timey-wimey, right? Yes. So it's like, if you kind of get it mixed up, it might make more sense, but it's like at the current point in time where he's at, maybe point in time is not the right way to, what I'm trying to say is let's, we're, we're basically talking, he went from like 2012 to now. Yes. Or whatever now is in this, (laughs) with the TVA. And so there's a lot of stuff he doesn't know. There's a lot of uh, situations that he hasn't experienced yet and everything like that. So we're looking at a Loki who feels like he pretty much is, you know, he he uh, he walks between the raindrops him outside and of get- his brother. Yes. But, you know, but it's funny because it's like like uh, there's a line in there, too, where Mobius tells him, like, you know, for someone who uh, how do you put it? For, for a God, you sure do lose a lot or something like that. That was so funny. Dude. Yeah. You know, it's like but it's like, you know, so he does feel that like he's a bit invincible. He might have some some. uh repercussions that occur every now and then but for the most part he can pretty much in his mind get out of anything and the fact that all we've mentioned this already but the fact that that's stripped down of everything now put you you just get a whole different loki and tom hiddleston plays him masterfully oh matt when he's stripped down to nothing to just his bare not well he has he's stripped down of all his powers and he's watching himself something happen to himself and also his brother the god of thunder also something that happens to him. He's like, what is going on? We were the most powerful things ever. And now this thing is there. What is this? What is happening? Dude, what kind of mind screw was that? I don't you know. and your brother are nothing. And we keep thinking, well, I shouldn't say we as in Dan and Steve, yeah. but I should say that, you know, MCU fans keep thinking that with each, maybe not in Falcon and Winter Soldier, but let's just take WandaVision in this one. Yeah. That, okay, is this where the, uh, is this where the mutants come in? You know, or is this where, like, I want to know what, what is this going yes. to spawn? Because we still don't know what WandaVision spawned. I mean, really, yes. we, we, we kind of, we know where it could go. I don't think we're going to get another series. Maybe we will, but it's like, we kind of know where her story's going. But with this one, it's like, okay, they're talking multiverse. So, is it in fact where we it's, we we do the jump off point to where we're getting into that now? Because they're going to be talking about it pretty soon. It's going to be coming up in movies and stuff like that. But it oh, doesn't necessarily man. mean that that's going to be the case because they just keep peppering peppering us with these these little hints of what can come. In a way, I'm kind of glad that I'm not so into the Marvel comics where I kind of know where it's going. For instance, if we were, and I always go back to this, but if this was like a preacher universe, I'm like, oh, oh yeah. okay, right? Exactly. We used to do that all the time. Okay, well, it's this, so we know where this we kind of know where it's yep. going or where where they might jump off or or yes. how they can use this to tell this story or whatever. I haven't a clue, and I prefer it. It's beautiful, dude. I and really I do. Love, and here's what we do know: we know that Vision cannot go to this place. Why is that? Did they mention something? No, remember when he said, are you human? Oh, that's right. And that's I was like, right. so immediately I'm like, well, Vision can't go. And I'm like, 
There's a reason they did that. Why are they like, robots cannot come in here? I was like, huh. Well, I know who can't then. Could he though, Steve? He can't. But he's not 100%. Well, for the sake of the, of the, the show, he's not 100% robot. Totally true. But remember, his, his, uh, that, that, that jewel doesn't work. It gets, it's done. It doesn't even work in that place. Who is he without it? What about White Vision? White Vision could get through, but he'd have no powers. So that means he's just a walking thing. <laughs> People would be like, well, you look weird. Walking around in a cape with no powers. Okay. It, this place is a game changer, dude. I'm going to say this, guys. If there's there's things that, I mean, you hear us talking and we're just trying to put it together from a non-comic reading point of view. I mean, Steve, I'm speaking for myself. Steve, I don't know if you. Oh, absolutely. I've only read Thor and Loki. I don't know anything about uh, this place because I thought, I was like, I thought I read most of Loki's story. I haven't heard of this. Is it weird hearing him with his last name? What was his last name? Loki Lofferson. I didn't even I didn't even catch that. Good catch. Calling him Loki Lofferson. So, but I looked on uh, online, and I think that's established too. But it just for me, there was an, yet another thing I did not know that his last name was Lofferson yeah. of the uh, New Jersey Lofferson's. How great is this? Show? Okay, rating Dan. Uh, one episode, man. I can't go too hard, but you know me. I know. Um, for one episode, I will give this episode a solid four and a half out of five. I think it was that good. It left me with that many questions. It left me with that much anticipation and um, it gave me like yet a note more respect for Loki's character. So yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to four and a half out of five on this one. Uh, neck belts. I love that. Um, I will go um, for this episode. It, it made me very few TV shows make me think afterwards. And so I'm giving this a 4.75 out of 5 counseling sessions. Whoa. Oh, it's a game changer, dude. That's high praise coming from you, dude. 4.75. Damn near perfect. I don't recall the last time you did that. I don't normally. It's, It's one of those things where like, man, this, for some reason, the idea of this place existing, gods don't have powers in, yet it is purely scientific and they use no magic to take powers away. All science. He said, there's no magic here. I mean, dude, that's... And it's like, what the hell is this science? Then how did you yeah. do it? <laughs> and we might never it? know, or at least this season. And the thing is, dope, the dope thing about it is, it's just, when you look around, it's normal, everyday worker bees that made this happen. Take a ticket. <laughs> Take a ticket. It's normal, everyday worker bees that made this happen, and it's... These worker bees all working in unison in, made it so that gods can exist and have zero powers in this place. Dude, it is over, man. What are we talking about? Let's go, Loki. Episode two, let's go. One Ask question, forward. not a, a smart-ass critique, but mm-hmm. just curious. So the, the one guy, uh, he did not know what a fish is, right? Yeah. But then, what were they talking about? Was it... Uh, Oh, damn it. I didn't put it in my notes. They mentioned another animal that was just like normal. Well, the only reason we have fish is because most of our world is water. They did. I don't know if there's water where they are. What was the other animal they said? They said something like, uh, ah, it's just, it's, I can't remember. What do they drink then? It was like a reference to to dogs or something, but it was like, well, you know what a dog is, but you don't know what a, anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. Because also they drink soda. So there is liquid there. 
So they should know what a fish is unless he's never left that office ever. Well, he said that. He said he spent his life behind a desk. Well, then it's over, dude. So I was wondering, is everyone else that way? It's, I mean, that means that they're not human. But then if they're not human, they can't have crossed paths into that place. So many questions. Lots of questions, my friend. I can't wait, man. All right. Well, that's that's the rating. That's brother. the rate. That's a very high rating. I'm really surprised you came with the with the point seven five. This yes, might sir. be something that's a historical to heroes. And I don't think you've ever done a four. Uh, yeah. I mean, you've gone higher, obviously, so. but never a four point seven five or something yeah. off based off of one episode. That's pretty impressive. But I agree with you, man. I think Absolutely. it's awesome. And I don't know. Maybe you know me. I usually try to. I like. I, I know I go high anyway, so I try to go a little bit lower. Could have been in the same area. I think it's totally worth the uh, the rating that you gave it for oh, sure, dude. It's and dope. I don't see it tanking. It's I really don't see the show tanking. I think this is going to. No, I can't wait till next Wednesday. And like I said, you know, um, some people have seen the second episode and they're just saying like, this is by far the best series so far from the MCU. So bring it on. Bring it on, ladies and gentlemen. And oh, that's it. That's, brother? it. that's a wrap. Sir. Hey, people. I love you guys so much. Um, I am. Just very pleased today that we we reviewed some really good movies and not all the movies that we saw were kind of tridash. That show, lo, people go watch Loki if you have a chance. Um, I'm sure if you don't have the channel, there's somebody that would let you watch their channel. I love you guys. Peace out. <laughs> I love you too, guys. My name is Dan Ramirez. This part's important right here, okay? Because I'm I'm actually talking to myself. Be good to yourselves, all right? Be good to the people around you. Peace. Peace. <laughs>